Good morning. It is Danger Dan back in the talk shop. Daytona was a fucking smash. Uh, I wish I was there right now. Headed over to Annie Oakley's for Boogie East. Presented to you by Low Brow Customs. Chopper's Magazine show on Monday was a fucking hit. Uh, we did a kickstart competition. Gave away some sick awards. Some of the sickest fucking choppers ever. Like the showing of choppers, it was really fucking awesome. I mean, some bad bikes came out. Some real bad bikes came out. The FXRs, man, they held their own as well. It was great working with uh, Carrie, Josh, and Nick. And, uh, man, I can't thank everybody who showed up enough, man. It was, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I wasn't nervous because I fucking was, but it, you know, I, and there was a lot of things I wanted to say on the microphone, and I'll, I'll, I'll communicate those as time goes on, and I do a recap podcast, which will be coming up. And uh, thank you. Anyways, today's show was like a man. It was it was a fucking great time recording today's show. Now the the the, the post production trying to mix this show was fucked. Uh, there were six of us. It was. Uh, David Brown, Kickstart Mike, Corey, Jake, Zach, and me. I think that was it. A lot of people. Fuck, was that six, five? There were six of us. And uh, I forgot a couple microphones, tried a couple extra new microphones. They didn't fucking work. So anyways, me and Kickstart are kind of hard to hear. But, uh, you know, the valuable stuff comes out of... Really, it comes out of David Brown's mouth, dude. David Brown spits out some amazing stories about David Allen Coe coming into his shop, riding to Daytona, riding to Mexico. It was really awesome. It, I, I don't know why it's been so long since I've had David Brown on this podcast. You know, David Brown uh, owns and runs Brown Cycles out of Dallas, Texas, dude. They've been around for over fifty years, family owned and operated. And uh, we talk about some of that history on today's podcast, and you'll really enjoy it. So uh, let's get into it. Boom. Thou shall not hassle by Extermination Day. Thank you, Zach, over at Heavy Clothing. Check out heavy at bigcartel.com. So fucking right, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you're either at Boogie East today or the fucking bike week is over. I know they got the king of the baggers racing this weekend, but we're looking forward now. The Texas Fandango in Fredericksburg, Texas is the next big one, dude. Gillespie County Fairgrounds. Race. Ride. Ranch, dude, they got a swap meet, chopper drags, flat track racing, mini bike racing. Rhino's going to be cooking some barbecue, camping on site. The outbound train is playing. It's going to be one hell of a time, dude. And uh, if there was ever a time to come to Texas, it's spring time in Texas, dude. And the hill country down the street from Lukenbach, uh, the Willow City Loop. I mean, the riding around this area is fucking amazing. So check it out. The Texas Fandango. Uh, the next weekend, I'll be going to Mexico with the Mezcal Moto Rally on the Pan America. 
dude, that's going to be fucking sick. I'm really looking forward to that. And the next big event after that is going to be the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival, May 19th through the 22nd, Hurricane Mills, Tennessee at Loretta Lynn's Ranch. That's right, home of the Bling Cycles Invitational. Bill Dodds actually just released the list of invited builders and a bunch of bad builders that I know of and some that I don't know of, which is what I'm really stoked about is some new blood. Uh, if you're not... Dude, if you are not aware of this event, you've I don't know where the fuck you've been, uh, but it is a sick spot. Use Danger Dan at checkout. You'll get $15 off of your, your four-day pass, and whoever rides the furthest, whoever rides their bike the furthest and use my code to get in, I'm going to give you all your money back for the tickets. So pretty fucking rad as far as I'm concerned. Pretty fucking rad. Danger Dan at checkout. And I'm going to be doing a podcast every night there. Uh, mainly just little short ones telling you about what you missed and what's to come. So that'll be a new program. See how that goes. Maybe I can do that at some other events. Maybe maybe I'll even do it for the Texas Fandango. That's an idea. All right. So, dude, let's just get into today's podcast. Well, hold on. You got- I got some things you need to know about. One of them being mcshoptees.com. I mean, Brown Cycles was the first shop I ever featured. Uh, Lee Bullock drew a fucking amazing picture. He kind of recreated a drawing that's on the side of their shop with uh, the father, Jesse Brown, or shit. The three Brown, the two Brown brothers and their dad. And I had him recreate that with David Brown, Jake, and Red Eye. And it's just a fucking sick drawing. Oliver threw a sign on there. It was really a sweet way to launch MC Shop Tees. Ever since then, we've been featuring shops all around the country, some in Mexico, got some Canada shops coming up. And we do a one-off T-shirt that you can only get through MC Shop Tees. And each shirt comes with a postcard that tells you about the shop, where they're located, what they specialize in, and how you can get a hold of them. It's a beautiful thing. It's the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. So sign up now, mcshoptees.com. This show is also made possible by listeners like you. That's right. Go to dangerdancetalkshop.com. There is a Patreon support tab under the menu. Click on that. Donate five bucks a month, dude. It really helps the race budget, the gas budget, the traveling budget. Keeps this show on the road and uh, keeps bringing these guests to your fucking ears, man. And, um, you know, Lowbrow supports me, and Lowbrow will support you as well. Each month, we give away a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs to one of my lucky patrons. It's a beautiful thing, dude. Lowbrow is responsible for the majority of the rolling chassis that I raced out in Daytona at the Sons of Speed. And it wasn't possible without them. Uh, them and uh, WW Cycles, which are suppliers that you can, you know, they supply parts that you can buy at lowbrowcustoms.com. The front end that I'm running on that bike is like a VL I-beam replica, and it's fucking bad, dude. And that was kind of a, you know, racing without brakes on a bank track. Dude, there was people out there running inverted front ends. Now, I wanted the classic look, and uh, but I also wanted performance. You know, there's something about having confidence underneath you when you ride in a race, and, uh, well, when you don't have brakes, you kind of lose some of that, but I was able to gain it, and 
dude, the front end performed flawlessly. Like, literally, it really was fucking great. I even ran the Bates Baja dirt tires from Lowbrow Customs on the track, dude. And, I mean, they fucking gripped up just riding on the edge. Now, will I go back with them? Probably not. Uh, but they, they fucking did it. They literally... Once I finally got comfortable, I was rolling with the fucking... Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Fucking rolling Bates Bajas, uh, the WR replica tanks, or... I don't even know if they're replica, but they're fucking bad. They bolted right up to my VL frame. Anyways, all that shit is available at lowbrowcustoms.com, and we will be giving away a $100 gift card to one of my lucky patrons this month, just like next month and just like the past 24 months, dude. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, that all started with uh, my buddy Knives made by Nick. We gave away knives. We gave away 24 knives, dude, every single month. Uh, that motherfucker keeps me loaded, and, he's, dude, he's always there when I need him, it seems like. Right now, he's going to need – I wish I could help him out more, dude, because he's fixing to ride back from Daytona in a goddamn downpour, dude. It's like cold, wet weather is headed his way. He's already been rained on every day since we left, um, but he's a tough motherfucker, and he will persevere. Knives made by Nick, dude. Um, yeah, dude, this, I, I can't wait to tell you more about Daytona, but you guys got to hear this podcast where we recorded before the night before we left and, uh, enjoy. Chico insignia. Oh, it's pretty fucking sweet. There's some the lady side bazoom. The, yeah, the side bazoom. Side bazoom. Yeah. You I, know what I'm I saying? had not. I had not. I, I like it a whole lot. Yeah. Oh, the side boot. There's not a there's there's not a whole lot of that. It's something that gets overlooked within boobery. You see definitely the mid a lot of tops every now and then. Yeah, what is the bottom? <laughs> notice nothing. But like God that. bless a side. You it's know? like he's never seen a boot before. I like them still. Yeah, yeah, well, I do too, but. But I mean, it's right there. Let me see it. Feels like a bag <laughs> of sand. Let's see what you see. You never oh, notice it. Kind of like the old Starbucks logo. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best opening so far. Hey, so how did the how did the story go when you got back from hunting? How did you tell everybody up here that you didn't have any meat? What was the reception like? Well, they already knew because Red Eye was like, "Did you get any meat yet? Did you get any meat yet?" On the horn every. Yeah, you finally just had to wait hours. Start ignoring everything that came from that direction. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, I gotta come back and face these guys and be like, I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> Did they at least harass you for a good week uh, or so? Yeah, you know, they, they were like, well, you know, you fucking failed us. Where's my elk meat that you promised me in my freezer? <laughs> I let you take a fucking week off. What the fuck? Right? You know, this wasn't just to go gallivanting. I let you off to go produce some fucking meat, and I failed. So I'm still in kind of the doghouse over it, but, you know, I... We're working through it. I'll hey, get, David, I'll we, get some help a whole week. There. We learn a lot, 
in those that week that we were gone. We learned a lot. Well, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm glad. Education's not free, you oh, know that. Oh, man, it wasn't, dude. Oh, my favorite was the, the second morning when all the water was frozen. Yeah. John and Jake went to sleep so happy the night before. I mean, they were in such a good mood. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple hours later, it was the tides had changed. Oh man, it's cool. I don't, I don't know if you guys know, but we drank, we drank all the whiskey the first night, and then fucking dehydrated. All of our water's frozen, so because it's, it was like negative ten when we pulled up. Perfect. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. All right, cool. let's go around the room and get so everybody's got like a, a read on the voices. Yeah. So just the name. David Brown. Kickstart Mike. Zach Costelli. Corey Chambers. Jake. Danger. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a lot. I think this is the biggest one I've, well, maybe not the biggest. It's been a while since I've had this one. Tell me about the biggest the one you've had. The, uh, we did, I, <laughs> it was kind of like this. We did it at Chopper Supply. Like After the first year I did the podcast, I brought in like, I think I hit up everybody that had been on the show and I was like, come to the party. And we sat down and did like a year in review. And it was out of control. It was good, though. It was fun. It was a little wild. Did you remember that one? I do remember it, that I one. had to walk away at one point. <laughs> I literally just left. Yeah, it got a little wild. I yeah. saw. Um, or, or heard. I didn't see. Uh, yeah, that was wild. I mean, a lot's happened since then. Oh, my God. Okay. That seems oh, like a lifetime ago. Were you, Dave, was did that? we sit down the first year? It was the first year I had the podcast that we did ours, right? Number 73, I believe. Number 73. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Were you, were you doing them every week? Yeah. If you was doing them every week, I'm I'm past the first year. Yeah, I was in the second. Okay. Yeah. It was a good one. It was awesome. You, like, you know, the well, fucking Brown story is awesome. You it tell is. it very well. Uh you know, one touring the face I, for radio and the and the voice for what was it? The shower. The shower. <laughs> no, but it comes it comes across real good on on the, you know, you got a good narrative voice. I mean, you're right up there with uh, James Morgan Earl Freeman. Jones. Join James yeah, Earl. That's exactly. it. <laughs> well, I need to hear some of that James Earl Jones voice because I uh, I got a story I want you to tell. You all right, give me a minute. Okay. Yeah. No rest, because you know, <laughs> and maybe I've romanticized it so many times, like since you first told it. But it was one of the first times I came up here, and you were talking about working the counter as a kid, and somebody came in on like a new Super Glide and asked for black paint. Who was that? Tell us that story. David Allen Coe. <laughs> yeah. Now he had already been in once. Okay. Let me tell you that story real quick. All right. It was February. Probably two, 1976. Back then, we did nothing. We built bikes. Nobody come in, nobody call. It was a dead from December, November, December, till the 1st of March. It now, where was, was the storefront at this point? Was that the house? Main, Main Street. Okay, Main 28, 24 Main, which is now Deep Ellum. So I'm behind the counter. Uh, we had uh, two mechanics and my dad. Everybody had a job, and we were building choppers. My, my deal was mainly, at that time, I just started. My deal was wheels and tires. That's all I did. So when somebody called or come in, 
it was my job to cover that. So I go up, guy comes in, tattooed up and down, prison tattoos. Got, I'll never forget, he's got hinges on his uh, inside of his elbows, whatever that's called. And he had tears, which back then I didn't know what tears meant. So I said, can I help you? And he goes, no, I'm just looking. So I said, all right. So back then you had to stand up at that counter and just kind of watch them, you know, because yeah. stuff Especially grew feet. with tears on his face and hinges on his elbows. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff grew feet. So uh, <laughs> he's looking around and um, all of a sudden he goes, you know, I'm thinking about opening up one of these. He's looking at all of our inventory hanging on the walls. He said, I'm thinking about opening up one of these. I said, well, you better have plenty of money because you ain't going to do nothing in the wintertime. He turned and looked at me and he said, you know who I am? I said, no. He said, I'm David Allen Cole. I said, oh, bullshit. He said, no, really. He pulled out his wallet, showed me his driver's license, David Allen Cole. So I hollered at my dad, hey, daddy, come up here, look. This is David Allen Cole. He had just put out, I think he had put out the song about, uh, Mama and the Trains. Yeah. What is that song? Uh, Best Country Song. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I think he had just put that out. Anyway, he convinced he we okay. It's you. You don't know me by my name. Yeah, you exactly. Me by my name. Yeah. Talking to you, huh? I think his friend wrote that song. So, huh? I think his friend wrote that. I believe yeah, he did. Yeah. Thought it was a perfect country and western song. That's what it is. Good. But uh, left a couple things out. So that's when I first met him. Okay, and we bullshitted, and he's out the door. This is probably around February. Well, somewhere around, um, we'll say May or June, dude comes pulling up on the sidewalk. Everybody parked on the sidewalk back then. Sidewalks were probably 15 feet wide. Gets off, comes in, he goes, you sell paint? I go, yeah, right there on the shelf. And uh, I said, yeah, hey man, how's it going? He goes, oh, pretty good. He said, he grabbed two cans and he said, I'll come back and pay for them when I'm done. All right. Shaking them up. Goes out. And he goes from one end of that bike is a white. Motorcycle was white. He goes from one end to the other. <laughs> Painted that whole thing black. The whole, the whole complete motorcycle. The whole complete motorcycle. Still had the paper tag. Had just come from the dealership. Brand new motorcycle. Brand new motorcycle. And he covered that thing in black wrinkle paint. Hell yeah, Isn't brother. Yeah. And so. Well, they didn't have a black bike, dude. No, that's right. They didn't have no <laughs> night trains back then. Did so, he wipe it off first? Huh? Did he clean it? Hell in? no. He went out there. <laughs> went out there and just, yeah, he's a savage. Oh, man. So uh, shortly after that, he come in and uh, he was getting ready to go to the Willie Nelson uh, Fourth of July picnic. And if I'm not mistaken, it was first, second, or third one of them. So we put on some uh, six-bend handlebars, oversized front end, king-queen seat, and forward pegs for him to ride it down there. Bad ass. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he come in, bitched about the bill first. <laughs> <laughs> David Alco bitches about how much it costs. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we Everybody. fixed him up. Remember, gonna, that's why he wanted to open up a motorcycle shop. Yeah, so make all that money. money. You guys, yeah. yeah, he wanted to make all that money, but he decided he'd go sing a little. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the story I got about David Alco. Hadn't seen him since. No, you haven't? Nope, never come back. Since that day, he painted that bike. 
Well, I guess he, no, he did the work. We did the work. He come picked that bike up, and we hadn't seen him since. I hadn't yeah. seen him since. Man, that's nope. cool. Too expensive. Huh? Too expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, God bless it. <laughs> if this yeah. motherfucker gets around to him, come on down here to yeah. Dallas, Texas, because that'd be sweet. I, I fucking listen to it all the time. Come on now. I still do, too. I was kind of bummed. I don't think he's playing in Daytona this year. No. Yeah, normally he does a Friday, what, 5 o'clock gig at the... At Iron Horse. He Iron play, Horse. plays every day. Every single day. That's the last place I've seen him. In, in each day, you get a different David Allen Cup. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, he's just not real consistent. You go down there, he'll butcher it. Then you go down there the next night, and he's a totally different person. He'll he walks through it. his areas. Does he do gospel? No, no, not a bike week. Okay. Does a little hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, has he still got the dreads and everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he just, you know, I think those just clip on. They, oh, at this point, they're just clip on? Maybe <laughs> I can get some. God. Yeah. Do you know? You have something to clip yeah. on to first. Well, you know, I might I might get a little something back here. You He's know? still got an entourage of like eight guys that all look like they're in their 80s. Right. Uh, and move as a whole pack as they push through the push through the uh, the Iron Horse. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, play. He used to have his son. He would drag his son on tour. Oh yeah. And his son would play guitar, and he would look just miserable up there. Like, like he Dad's did not making me do like this. Like he was just you know giving his dad the stink eye the whole show. Like my fucking dad's making me do this shit. You know. Is he the one with the pot? The, but now uh, he's got the cocaine rhinestones podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's him. So now the yeah, new okay. the new series. You were just talking about that with the old boy and I, you. The, what? Whenever it first came out, and you mentioned it to me. I listened to that first bit. Um, but Nat- I picked up Natice, uh the the promoter, race promoter, real fucking well spoken. Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy yeah. Pratt. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy seems like such a fucking like solid dude. Like, uh, I'm like, yes, golly, hey, can I buy you a fucking cup of coffee? You Jeez, should do please. it one day. Um, but that Cocaine and Rhinestone podcast, is it, I think, you know, I picked up my wife's phone. Uh, she's not really listening to podcasts a whole lot. And there was a note, a, a big advertisement. That dude was saying it. I think that that's kind of like a trending thing now. Cocaine and rhinestones, because mm-hmm. when you mentioned it too, it just Dude, had the broke first out. Season, I, I mean, didn't realize it. Yeah, he put the first season out like three, four years ago. Yeah, there was a big. That gap. one is killer, dude. And it's so good, but the, the amount of and there's no telling how long he worked. And that's David Allen Coe's son. Took the first yeah. season out, and then he worked from the second season for like three years, and it's just, it's a little bit much. The episodes I listen <laughs> to, it's like, oh my god, you're just flooding me with. He a, goes down the rabbit hole instead of like. And this is one thing I'm working on with the writing I'm doing. It's like not giving the exact play-by-play. You know, like people don't need to hear the play. Like they need like an overview and to mm. keep their attention. He's kind of like okay, in-depth like, side stories. Yeah, he's like telling. He's it's like I guess all the history that's been written about country music he sees as not being correct. So when he tells what he believes to be correct, he has to add in all this other shit to prove that he's correct to the people, the the small bit of people that. You know, as David Allen Coe, though, so he, it's not like some book nerd that's like, oh, I want to go write a, a story on country music. No, this uh, he's like, look, these people ran through my fucking house. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and this is what I saw. And this isn't the glitz and glam that was on the fucking, uh, you know, Grand Ole Opry. This is what was happening in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. A- anyway, that was a cool little bit. But uh, how do we get off on that? 
You started it. David Allen Coe. David Allen That's right. David Allen Coe. So, so at Bike Week, have you have you been able to approach him and talk to him, or is he like he stayed? Nobody can approach him. I don't never tried at Bike Week, but you know we played with him at Trees a couple times. Oh yeah. Outbound Train. No, another band I was in called the Dan Family. Okay. And the first time we played with it, it was like. Dude, this guy's gonna die soon. And then we get the call to do it again. And that's a funny story. Uh, so the first time we get it, this is like one of those gigs. We weren't very popular, but the club knew our band. And David Alco, I guess, had gotten kicked out of Billy Bob's, right? You know, so he couldn't play Billy Bob's when he came to town, so he's playing Trees. We get the call from Trees saying, hey, you know, this is a great opportunity for you guys. You know, you can open up for David Alco, but first, you got to go sell 50 tickets. You know, like the band, as the band, you got to go sell 50 tickets. Well, we had just played the Scorpions Clubhouse. So my lead singer just goes right back down there to the clubhouse, tells him, hey, we're playing with David Allen Coe. You guys want to buy these tickets? And he's like, yeah. And the guy just takes all the tickets. Doesn't give my guy any money. <laughs> right? Bummer. So <laughs> my guy's thinking, well, we'll just go get the money you know, at a later point. Okay, well, gig shows up. We don't have any money. We don't have any tickets. We show up at the gig, and they're expecting the money or the tickets, and we have neither for them. They're like, well, you can't fucking play. That's not how this works. You know, somebody gets all upset with them. And my buddy goes, well, well, here's the deal. We got 50 scorpions outside that think they're going to see us playing with David Allen Coe tonight. You know, that's where the tickets went. And I don't think they're going to be very happy if, if you tell us we can't play tonight. And they're like, all right, you're the first band to us. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, but the, so the second time we came to town, they didn't, they didn't even ask us to sell tickets. You know, hey, you guys can play with David. And the second time, he fucking killed it. Like, murdered it. The place went nuts. He played all the hits, and he killed them. And then his band, you know, when he plays his last song, he walks off stage while the band keeps playing. He just walked off the stage, walked out the side door, and there was an Escalade, and some hot shit got out of the the driver's seat and walked around to the passenger seat and he got in the driver's seat and drove off before the band had even played you know another 30 <laughs> seconds the motherfucker was just gone that's how Elvis did it yeah, <laughs> yeah. you are old come on man <laughs> no, did you I'm... see Elvis hell yeah 1974 no shit yeah, at the Fort Worth uh, Convention Center wow the Fort Worth Convention they don't hardly do shows there anymore yeah well, that's where they was all done back then. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, back then. That's the one right there downtown by like yeah. the big buildings, the train yep. buildings. I sat on the fourth row. Holy shit. Yeah. You were loaded. Yeah. Get fourth row tickets? Yeah. Was it row. general admission or you buy a ticket to that seat? Well, actually, I had a football coach whose mother was the manager of Ticketmaster or the, the company that handled the tickets. Yeah. He gave me two. I got two free tickets. Was it sold out? Was there nothing? Oh, out yeah. There with Every, you? That's crazy. It's always sold that out. That was a big yeah, deal. Elvis always sold out. Yeah. How old yeah. were you? 73? So 74. Were, I was 18 years old. Oh, man. That's prime time. That's yeah. cool. That was a badass prime. night. Yeah. And the little girl <laughs> liked it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's how Elvis did. He come out, he sang all of his songs, and then when he finished his last song, couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, I could. I don't remember, but anyway, I, I remember. 
November rain? No, it's that uh, I'll Always <laughs> Love You or something, you know, one of them sad songs. Oh, but, God, uh, my favorite. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, he sings it, and then he walks off stage, and the band keeps playing, like you said. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the band stops. Guy walks out and says, Elvis has left the building. Oh, no way. Yeah. He says that. That's right? it. It's done. He's gone. Trying to calm everybody down. Like, yeah. There is no uh, yeah. Everybody's encore. like, no encore. No nope. around and scream. Yeah. None of that. Get the fuck out of here. I wonder if he was the one that had his people kind of develop that tactic after a pandemonium. They were like, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. You're going to keep on fucking playing. He's going to walk out nonchalant. If he was the pioneer of that. Who he? knows, man? I don't know. Elvis has Surely left the building. Who would it have been? And you he know that guy the Beatles? who says Elvis has left the building? Yeah. He traveled with Elvis. That's all he did. No that way. That was his job. Yeah. Man. He's a Bruce Buffer kind of guy. Exactly. Elvis, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, introducer. Pretty wild, though. That's funny that David Allen Coe does the same thing. You know, really, though, they probably have to. Fuck it's no, probably dude. for their, their own safety. Well, their own sanity, too, you know? Yeah. Once you get done, you know, when you really enjoy putting on a show like that and entertaining a big crowd, you get high, you get adrenaline rush, yeah. you know, on top of whatever drugs you might have consumed to help this process. And then once it's over, it's like, dude, you're not you're not communicating at the same level a bunch of crazy right. fans are gonna communicate, you know. Right. I always think it's impressive when you see people hang after and like literally meet everybody. Like we saw Hank three a couple times. After every show, he would stand at the edge of the stage, take photos, shake hands. Over an hour. And sign, do whatever. I mean, until the last Over an hour? Every yeah. single oh, yeah. show, dude. That's well, you a know, long autograph session for 25 people. Oh, he would do it for longer no. than that. <laughs> well, I'm, you a huge, know, I'm a huge Hank, Hank 3 fan, man. All the Hanks. Yeah. So I'm just kidding. Penn and Teller? Yeah. They do the same thing. They, the magic they, show? When the, yeah, when the show's over, I saw them at the Majestic Theater. When the show's over and you walk out, there they are. They're in the uh, lobby, and they're signing autographs. And uh, Teller, the one who never talks, he sits there and talks to you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know how small he looks? Are they? That's a magic show, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's magic. amazing. I've yeah, seen it. It is. Yeah. But you know how tall he looks? You know, you got the big tall one, okay. and then you got the short one. Okay. Okay, the short one, he's taller than me. You I bet he's six, six one. Well, how tall is Penn? He's six eight. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, and they come out, they sign all, they talk to you. He can talk. I, I was amazed. <laughs> I think you they, can talk. They can talk? Yeah, I, I think they killed a hooker. <laughs> I'm serious. I think what? they killed a hooker. When what do you mean him. killed a hooker? When we saw him, I think they killed oh, did, a hooker. Did the trick go wrong? And... Well, you know they did. They do the tricks, all these amazing things and stuff. <laughs> but this one where they cut her, cut her in half, and she's ah, ah, and then it goes everywhere, and then they wheel her off, and ta da da. But never, there was no ta da. She never came back. <laughs> she never came back. <laughs> they wheeled her off, never came back, and they never said nothing about it and everything. <laughs> but the murmur amongst the crowd, you know, uh, even amongst my family, was was. They never brought don't worry about the girl. You know, the girl. The people over there going down the escalator. People on this are coming out. They never brought the girl back. No, I didn't see it either. Do you what do you and I thought, well, you know, of all the people that and of all the places, you could just kind of throw that in there. Well, we're gonna cut a bitch in half, we're not gonna Yeah. 
Here we go, right in front of everybody. Hey, a woman of the yeah, night. Yeah, woman the of the night. Alley. No one's ever gonna see. And then, and it's just like, well, that's just part of it, you know. I mean, we just cut them in half. <laughs> we got, we got business, two, a, two, a, two a night. We're doing <laughs> just, just you know? murdering girls off the street. <laughs> they so, never, they're nothing so wiser. They're laughing. Oh no! Afterwards, I was like, "These sick fucking bastards." I'm not saying that. Come on, we're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. Let's go. Let's go. They're all fucking sick. Where'd you see them? Let's go. Vegas. In Vegas. Oh, it might be a different deal. I saw them at the Majestic Theater. Wait, is murder murder illegal in Vegas? I guess it is. (laughs) Takes disappearing act to a whole new level. Yeah, I'm not a lawyer, but I think that makes you an accessory. You know what I mean? It's like crazy. It's wild. Anyway, (laughs) I don't know, but. It wasn't uh, spectacular, you know. They they pointed out, hey, here's some books. Here, everybody turn to a page. This and that. What is it, you know? And the books go around. I mean, I'm like, I hold it. I'm like, well, then this is random because I could keep holding it. I'm gonna give it to this guy. What the fuck are you talking about? Now? They passed no out kidding. books, big old giant fucking novels. Oh, I they didn't passed do that. them out. And I grab one. I'm like, cool. Like to like the of their books they. Yeah, I guess there's probably seven, eight different books. Or like they just went to a library. Huge novels. And they go, they're they're giant. Pass them around. So it's just like a joke, just to see. No, no. Here, pass them around, everybody. Cool. And I held on to it for a minute. Okay, cool. For what? Well, then I passed it to this motherfucker. I could have passed it to anybody. I could have passed it to my sister, my wife, whoever. I passed it to this motherfucker. He opens it up. They call out these different people. Pick to this page, any page, pick a page. Okay, pick a phrase, pick a this. They tell him what it is. And he goes, hey, 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 listen, everything in here is fucking magic. There's a, there's an explanation, you know, we can, there's a deal. And he said, some of these people prey on people that have just lost someone. and They use this all the same deal, let me just tell you. And they're doing all this stuff. And so I run around thinking, oh man, it's hocus pocus. All this shit's hocus pocus. They got Penn and Teller. Who fucking murdered a hooker. And then, and then now they're telling me that these people are hocus pocus, which I believe they were hocus pocus. But then after everything that's happened in my life and everything, I'm like, Mm-mm. they're trying to derail us from the fucking truth, which is there is magic, motherfucker. You know, there probably is magic out there. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I, I just thought Penn and Teller was awesome. I was like, I'm blown away by it. I seen David Copperfield. That shit's cool too. Really? Yeah. He's now I went, in, the I went behind half. the bookcase. <laughs> I went behind the secret bookcase and went in there and, and saw the secret floating ball and all this shit in Vegas. I was like, wow. Dude, this magic, I just, it's never, I'm always just like, you motherfuckers are trying to trick me. Yeah, you know, it's I amazing. Just, I don't know, Oh, I take offense to it. You think I'm an idiot? I know that shit ain't true. What about street performers? Do you ever see them downtown? You know, they'll do some magic shit, too. Yeah, like the weird little spray paint guys? I mean, that's the magic. Spray paint magic? Yeah. What about the guys that levitate? That's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. Yeah, they, I yeah, seen your heel, I seen your things. toe, yeah. or whatever. They got a shoe that with a piston in it or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's invisible. Yeah, it's, it's invisible. invisible. It's just built into the costume, you know. Yeah. Of all yeah. the directions this conversation could have gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think magic reviews would be what we'd be doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, probably you know, more tequila. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. God bless it. It's hey, but good. what about uh, Blaine? Yeah, no, that yeah, that's guy, a bad dude right there. Did you see him in the jungle? 
He was doing magic in the jungle with people that are that, that, like cards. That doesn't, okay, we've seen a million cards. He's doing sticks, bringing the bug back to life. Shit that jungle people were like. El Diablo, Diablo, Diablo. Yeah. This guy's a fucking freak. That's what I like Get him about out. magic is the looks at the, the people's right. faces. Like, that's what yeah. I'm like. It's that genuinely is, cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think capturing a moment is really you're just like showcasing emotions. Yeah. When people are just like, whoa, I mean, I, I do enjoy that. When they run. The magic, I'm always like, they just Fuck run. You. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they see a trick and they're just like, I'm out. Yeah. The black people. Yeah. <laughs> they always do. They just take off. They yeah, I mean, gone. It, it, it's we're wild. They're not in for black magic, dude. They're just not in for that. I mean, God bless it, you know. Is it me? Oh. Oh, man. Just it off oh, go for it, man. Oh, yeah, You're allowed yeah. to talk. Yeah, yeah hey, you can oh, say it. Cool. You can we go. Need you to say that. Yeah, hey, do you, what, do what you, you want to? I'm getting a beer. Would anybody else like a beer? There Please. We go. See, it's Please. there's no there's no holding back. Please, no holds barred. In the this, is open, this is like, <laughs> oh, you know. Oh my gosh, how is the new guy now that he's gone? Tell me how Let you really feel about him. Got. It's kind of like walking in on your grandparents fucking. Okay. Get one for this guy. What you I said it's kind of like walking in on your grandparents fucking. It's just weird. Okay. It's just weird. I mean, you're kind of pumped about it, you know. At least they're still going after, but you're like, God dang it, you know. It, it is weird. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's a unique individual, and that's the only way he would uh, work in a place like this. That is very. Uh, true. Hey, let me tell you, you have to be weird to work here. Yeah. Is that because of you or Jake? She's weird too. Yeah, great. I know, but she's a weirdo. <laughs> weird. Yeah, just she's like, weird. Hey, I created the weirdness. Yeah. And so to come in here and stay, now we had one kid come in. I'm not going to mention no names. Yeah, he might. But he lasted, what, a week? No, man. Probably about eight or nine days. Okay, I'm sorry. Come on, give him credit. Yeah, eight or nine days. Two of them were days off. I mean, I didn't even hear about this guy. (laughs) Yeah, because he was in and out. Wow. Yeah, you know, but anybody that comes and stays, they got a problem. <laughs> well, you when, know, when I, I first met you, David, he was like, he would just sneak in every once in a while and just like sweep some floors. Like I didn't even, I, I didn't know, I, I didn't like, know hey, who man, this hey, man, guy was. That, uh, case to clean, yeah. man. Come on. <laughs> you got that Windex? No, that's not your son. Let me sparkle this. Am I up. the only one that thought that that was your boy? No, that's not my son. I know that, but. Am I the only one that... That's no. the first time he's okay, ever... We, that's the first time we... No, everybody asked that. Yeah. Yeah. Mean, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look alike. I mean, you know what? It gets <laughs> deeper than that. Hair. If I'm we were to go down into our family dynamics, it's like in a parallel universe. The names of our family members, like the look, the everything. It's kind of weird. Like, after getting to know each other so well, we're like... It's kind of like... Yeah, it is kind of weird. weird. Yeah, it is. We start... Anyway... Yeah, but uh, hey, you know, we kind of run into each other one day, and he kept following me around. So I said, "Hey, would you fucking you leave me alone?" <laughs> he was like, he, he was over there. I'll never forget when he was when he was in uh, what was it, Albertsons, and he was getting a uh, corned beef hash, and and I was like, I pulled the candy part. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, remember me, Ironhead? Yeah, what are you doing here?" Crickets. You know? <laughs> I was like, I think, I think I'm breaking them down. I think I'm breaking them down. <laughs> Somebody's in trouble, dude. That's David Allen Copeland up. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I heard. He it. heard us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, 
How much do the spray cans nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking um, cool. Uh, how about this one? To kind of shift the focus here, the um, the new Harley Davidson with the fairing, the lowrider. What is it? ST. ST. Okay. I'm for it. I all about it. I mean, there there are some people that are. I mean, I've heard some hatitious remarks on it, and I'm like, well, that's kind of funny. You know, few and far between. Well, it's kind of funny. I mean, I think it's almost... I was actually shocked. So did you watch the whole intro video or the launch video? Man, let me tell you. The last two weeks, I've, I've fucking only watched uh, fucking propaganda. Okay. No <laughs> point? Oh, but so what's going speaking on? Speaking of propaganda... No, no, no. no, no, no magic. The, they did the launch video, yeah. and they really did give credit to the aftermarket industry. You know, like the... Cool. They've been paying attention to the bikes at shows and like so well, they've got obvious. these custom paint options. They've got the soft tail that has an FXR like fairing on it, you know? Yeah. Like, but it almost seems like I don't know, if I if those were the bikes that I was into customizing and riding, it's almost like, oh, well now you can just go get that shit at the dealership, you know? Like it's almost like a But that's always been the deal. It's like it's, hey, right. the custom world does this, then Harley copies, but makes it industry and mass-produced, and they got to dumb it down. They got to fucking cheese it up. But on this one, I'm like, this looks like a motherfucking badass new road glide had sex with the fucking FXRT, and they made this fucking hybrid uh, resto mod. All you got to do is add whatever exhaust you want and whatever kind of bars you want and just fucking hit the road and... Just, so I mean, you, guys you know all about on M8s now. now? We we worked on M8s. We work on I mean from fucking 45 to M8, 30. 30 to uh, yeah, everything, man. I mean, you know. God bless it. Now and I say that very humbly in front of this man. You know, I'm I'm happy to be here. This fucking whole wall, you know, like from the fucking man, the pioneer all the way to the newest one. I mean, it is so fucking rad to get up and come to work every day and know, like, I mean, you're walking in, Zach. You're like, well, wait a minute. Let me check out this low rider. What the fuck is this? Oh, shit, you guys got shovel heads and fucking, and just. It's pretty cool to walk into a shop. You, you don't, and I've traveled a lot, been around the country and all that, and walk into a lot of motorcycle shops and to come in and there's six pan heads in the back. Uh, yeah, that 78 low rider, that's perfect. Uh, man, it's just cool to see like a shop still doing old bike stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, the photos that you have on the wall here, I mean, that's history. So Red Eye that uh, so took fantastic. off that you met, mm-hmm. we tried to coerce him in here. That, that's him right there in 74. On that wide glide? Yeah. Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Daniel, you get up close, he likes pointing out the people in the background. There's a shaft-looking dude up there. <laughs> you know, just like that whole 74 Dallas vibe, which is badass. Well, I think that's South Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, so, so back to the FXR thing. Yeah, right? the okay. FXR thing. I'm just glad they're not calling it a soft tail anymore. Because when they released CMA with the new Monoshock frame, and then they kept calling it a soft tail. Yeah. What are they? I was it's like, like, dude, just dude. come up with a new name. You know? Yeah, like, it's obviously exactly. not the soft tail anymore. Right. So that's and that was fucking up a lot of people's deal with it. I think the name, people are so retarded with their shit. But it's like, 
I saw it and I'm 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 going, oh my god, this may this is the first I, I think the really the first bike. I mean, with these last ones that have been coming out and riding them, they ride being able to ride right. them, you know, that's a yeah. different world than just hey man, oh that blah, blah, blah. working on it and riding it, and you're going. I mean, it's just like when I first started working here, and I came up with this all these, or you know, just expressing, man, this is cool, or this is that, you know, and oh, that's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> Red Eye or David, you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is all the shit that you guys have we got in here. So I got a question. Are they doing better at targeting a younger demographic, or are we just getting older? Ooh, good That's question. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I, 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 oh, dude, I, 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 mean, think I know it. Still nailing the same demographic that they've always had. Right. We've just finally aged ourselves right. into it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's sick, you know? Like, and they're like, you old fucker. Yeah. That is happening. You're finally here. Comfort is setting in. You know this more than anybody. I mean, you come mean, on with this Pan, Pan Am, right? Well, has Zach got to ride it today? <laughs> oh, man, it's great. It's really, really fun. Have you ridden it? No. I don't You're like, know. I refused to. <laughs> you have been putting a cake It's Kickstarter, right? Not push button, Mike. <laughs> It's I was too tall. I like her too short. I was going yeah, it is fucking tall. I know. I, I was going across the cow pastures, <laughs> wheeling through cow shit, like down down by the, the little pond. You and, abused his and, bike? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just giggling like a, like a little girl. Like, this right. is so much fun. That thing rules. You rode it. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, down yeah. the road and back, but yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's wild, you yeah. know? Uh, so know. has anybody brought one of the new bikes by? Is have they made an appearance? The new Pan Ams? No, no, the, no. The, the, the fairing one. What the FX? The lowrider no. uh, RST. I didn't even think those are out. Which called no. the new FXR. The new, the new lowrider RST. Lowrider ST. It's a, we haven't seen one of those come by, but several. Uh, so what, I mean, one thirty-one. Tell they're just calling it an ST. So they, it's still I don't, sport touring. I mean the lower the yeah. lowrider S. You can talk. Oh. Yeah, sport touring. Hey, hey, right. hey, there he goes. He's in there. He's in there. Okay, what about last year when they uh, introduced that retro-looking? It looked like it was a show. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that, that one was cool. Got one. What was that? That Oliver got one. Yeah, Bacon got the, one. The blue with the white seat. Yeah, I saw. Got, or no, uh, got the white bags. Right? Yeah, yeah. I saw one at Mama Tried a couple months ago. What called? I was impressed with it. I don't, know, I don't know what the name was. I mean, they look retro. They look they're good. Gonna, they're going to do them every year. It looks like the colors. 1966 one they you know they made. I, think I mean, it makes old. sense. Uh, yeah, Chevy did it right. with the Camaro Mustang with the Ford. Honda did it with the Monkey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, you know you're old when you start going, I don't know, that new Harley Davidson. Not, well, not, not it's so bad. pretty no, practical. No, so <laughs> I mean, it's pretty practical with the heated grips and everything. I love Hey, man, you want to hardtail this frame? No, no. no. no, no that no. new Harley looks practical, though. Great gas mileage. God, have you seen it? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, at $47,000. And let me tell you what. I did think about hardtailing the Pan America. Like, that thing would be fucking sick. Get rid of all the suspension in the back. Yeah. Right off the motor. You hardtailed your uh, your uh, eighteen FLHTCUI, didn't you? There's a lot of lot of numbers, letters. Yeah. <laughs> Did I? What the fuck? No, I mean that's about the same sense, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hardtailing, really? You know? Why would you? Well, you I'm do thinking. That? You know what me and Red I used to say? Yeah. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do hey, especially that? Especially if you have the adaptive. 
ride control and all that kind of stuff, you know? Shit. Yeah. Well, see, and I was thinking that when I first wrote it and all, I was just on the highway, just sitting up there on top of the world, you know, just going fast. It just didn't feel right. Once I finally took it off road, I was, you know, okay, the suspension is sick. But have you seen the guy who's doing, he took the, the, uh, the revolution motor out of a Pan America and he's sticking it in an FXR front. I heard about it. Who is Oh, it? yeah. He's taking what? all the good stuff of the Pan America and getting rid of it. <laughs> and putting it into an FXR. And all the cool stuff from the FXR is getting rid of it. it it's crazy. It's like anything to put shock. in an FXR frame. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like it's like, it's yeah. like there's FXR uh, hysteria. Oh <laughs> I mean, and God, God bless it. I mean, you, you, you guys know. You know, I mean, it's great. It's great. It's better than a man. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, no shit. When the FXR come out, the Evolution FXR, FXR come out in 82. Yep. With mm-hmm. that fucked up goddamn That was a shovel head, five-speed. Yeah, with the five-speed. But with then in 80, 80, 84, yeah. they come out with the first Evolution FXR. I, I bought one, and I'm going to tell you what. I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Now, you got to understand, all I've ever ridden is pan heads and shovel heads. Yeah. So when you go somewhere, you're traveling, you know, you're running 60, 65, you know, and, it, and it's vibrant. You can't even see out the damn mirrors, you know. <laughs> Is that, you know, we, we used to go to Laredo two or three times a year, me and my dad and a couple of guys. A few of the guys was riding BMWs. Well, I had this 76 Superglide. And I was going, we go down the road and, you know, look in the mirror, you can't see nothing. Cause it's vibrating so bad. So I, I was young and I, you know, I could do it. I'm going down the road. We, we pull over for whatever reason. And one of the guys on the BMW goes, Hey, let me ride that Harley of yours. I want to see how that thing runs. I said, all right. So I get on his BMW. I get on that thing. It's like at Pan American. He's like, golly. You know, this is fantastic. <laughs> you know, I'm smooth and I can see out the mirrors, you know, we're running along here and we hadn't gone 10 miles and that guy pulls up next to me, gives me the old thumb, pull over. He said, if Harley Davidson was the only motorcycle out there, I wouldn't ride motorcycle. <laughs> That's so he gave me back time. the Super Glide and he, oh, he took man. off on the BMW. But hell, <clears throat> my point is, that's all I knew was these old bikes that rattled your ass off. And then we buy the FXR in 84. I'm running 70 mile an hour down the highway, man, and I can see out the mirrors. It ain't vibrating. I remember we went to uh, Rio Dosa. We run it in 10 hours, just rode. Stop and get gas and run. We got to Rio Dosa in 10 hours. I wasn't even tired. And when we was riding them shovel heads, 200 miles, man, you had to lay down. You know, it was warm. Which FXR did you get? Did we get the fairing and everything? No. 94? I, I bought a Lexan windshield that <clears throat> went around the headlight, but it, it had little hands to cover <coughs> the mirrors. That big triangular looking. Yeah, I bought that. And uh, right, I could ride it all day long. And then party all night long. <laughs> I'm serious. Now, I was young then. I can't do it now. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I thought Harley Davidson, and they did. They hit a home run with that FXR. Of course, since then, that old FXR is, you know, it's 
to my 15, I got a 15 Ultra Limited now. I mean, that's how much is a vibrating machine compared to what I got now. So they've improved, but the biggest improvement was from shovel head to evolution. Yeah. That was a major, Big major yeah. improvement. Oh, yeah. And that's what, Harley Davidson was just hours from being gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking zero out the door. And they come out with that. Plus, they had a big deal with these movie stars, Cher, and who was the rich dude? It doesn't matter. Some rich dude come out, was pushing them, and all of a sudden, man, bam, they're on top again. I mean, Harley Davidson has done some crazy stuff through the years. Well, you know, I think, <clears throat> so when Willie G bought him back in 80. 81. 80, 81. In 80. 80. They, they, they also started Let's, realizing they're not selling the best motorcycle, they're it. selling a lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. They started, you know, selling the branding to other things so they could make money off merchandise. Oh, yeah. They started, they realized that, wow, you know, we were running from the outlaw club life. You know, we want to be not associated with the outlaws. But they're like, wait a second. These rich people want to be outlaws for the weekend. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. You'll meet the nicest that people on a Honda. And that's, so now, even now, like, I didn't buy the Pan America because I thought it was going to be the, the best adventure. Like, I didn't think it was going to be better than the GS 1250. It ended up being way fucking closer than I could have imagined, and I'm super stoked. But, you know, I bought it because of everything that comes along with having a Harley. You know? Exactly. You know, the camaraderie and the community around it. And, you know... That's they're just I don't they're not like a typical business. They're not into selling you know, they're not trying to build the best bike, you know. I mean, they're do really those not. beer cans come in BMW? <laughs> no. That's a good point. I don't believe they do. I don't, I don't believe yeah. they do. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? That's the whole deal about Never that. once had a beer. Never and you once. know what's funny is yeah. hey, what you guys don't know is well Mike probably does. Is when I was, because uh, you're you're not. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm seventy. Oh, you are then. You know what I'm fixing to say. Kinda. You might not remember. I. You know, man. <laughs> might not we, be the truth. We had a shop, and what people didn't understand is the reason we were successful in the shop of Harley Davidson is because they broke all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the dealer. The, we might not know that. The dealer wouldn't do nothing about it. So we had my dad who was fixing them, and these people would bring us these brand new Harleys, and we were we were fixing them. So you'd I'd go somewhere, I'd go to a place to buy. Back then, I didn't have these catalogs; I couldn't buy everything. I had to go to a bolt house to buy nuts and bolts, automotive store to buy uh, cleaners. I had to go to ho uh, brake places to buy hose. And you, I'd go in there, and I'd say, okay, yeah. Uh, I need to get this and this for Brown Cycle. Oh, y'all work on them Harleys. I wouldn't have a Harley. Leaking son of a bitch. Leaves broke down on the side of the road. Oh, they're the worst in the world. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, but, you know, that's what I'm in business to do. So as time went, everybody that was bad-mouthing them, it's like the song uh, that Hank Sunday. Williams Jr. and, uh, uh, goodness gracious, the the song that Hank Williams Jr. and uh, it don't matter. They talk about how everybody uh, talked bad about Hank, but then they're on they get on his on his back. It's the same thing. The same people that used to run Harley down, they pull up here and come in. Hey man, come look at my new Harley. I'm like, dude, you told me you'd never get on a Harley. Leaking some of it. Oh man, it's cool now. 
wearing full leathers and all that. So Harley yeah. did a hell of a job yeah. turning people who hated them not only to buy their bike, but to buy all their leather and stuff like what you just said. I mean, company. I think, I, I, you know, I half-ass agree with that, boss. Well, you don't have Harley, to agree with Harley, it. Harley did it, but but really it was like the 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 culture. Harley put it out, and the culture helped persuade those motherfuckers. And yeah, Harley capitalized on them. But I, I, I mean, I can, I can relate to how... Even in my young age, you can't give all the credit to Harley. I think it's right, right. You can't give all the credit to Harley capitalizing on that because it was. I mean, those people were wanting a Harley because of what it's like. This like Hollywood uh, make it look cool, but 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 in Hollywood was emulating the motherfuckers like you guys out there doing it for real. Yeah, you know, and that's that's what it was like. Harley did a good job of. Like it's like Indiana Jones running as that as that thing is falling and they're chasing the real deal. They're like, we're putting out this thing, but we really don't know how fucking. Well, we really don't know. The, the Hollywood helped Harley Davidson, yeah. and there was a rich Forbes. Couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Malcolm Forbes. He helped Harley a lot. Matter of fact, he had a hot, hot air balloon as a as a fat boy. First year of the fat boy. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Were you the one that told me the story about fat boy? After Terminator. What do you mean? The oh, story God where the name bless came it. From? The, come from the, the movie of our childhood. I don't think I'm yeah. the guy that comes from no. But you come from the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You know Don you, Have Patterson. you heard that story, Zach? Oh, uh, Fat Boy and, and Little, was it? Fat little Boy little, little boy and Fat Man, right? Yeah. yeah the two bombs yeah. from World War II. Yeah. The two nuclear weapons. Yeah. Silver and yellow stripes. Yeah. And the first one that come out was gray. The bike was gray. And it had the, you know, the rocker boxes on the Evo yeah, the is three one. pieces. Middle was yellow. Yeah. Or gold. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's so, sick. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and solid wheels. And let me tell you something. If you ride a bike with solid wheels, solid wheels and there's a crosswind, <sighs> it will move you. I don't give a damn what people tell you. It will do it. But they're good for jumping um, L.A. Fucking <laughs> the LA River. LA, LA, LA River. River. In, huh? Yeah. It's like two Terminator movies. Oh, oh okay. man, that was. Oh, yeah. what, I had the guy on my podcast. What was his name? Gary? Yeah, that's true. You did. That, that, guy, that guy? Yeah. That motherfucker, the stunt dude. He did all the stunts. Yeah. How I literally about that? did all the stunts, period. Until yeah. Wilbert came around, it was just. That Gary Dick. Was it Gary Davis? No. No, it was Gary something. <laughs> Not Stevens. Dude, that's but, uh, a podcast. That guy lives here in Texas now. Yeah, he's a badass. He's he, like the fucking. He is like the dude that they made uh, Death Proof after. You know uh, the no, movie? He wasn't. No, no I'm no, just saying, like, no, but I'm saying, like, he he was fucking the old school, like prior CGI fucking crash him up. Yeah, he beat all of Evil Knievel's jumps. The only time yeah. he ever crashed was acting like Evil Knievel for the movies. But he wasn't rocking a damn Iron Head though. Hey now. No, no. Uh, here's the other thing. Oh, oh boy, that did the uh, hundred thousand in a hundred, hundred thousand in a hundred days. That guy, that I was telling you, he had And Harley, although we've just been sucking Harley off here for the last fucking fifteen minutes, let's go ahead and kick him in the dick. Yeah. How they could not <laughs> fucking grab a hold of this Why dude? They wouldn't want to. They went your corporate Even, sponsorship. Okay. How do you hit? How do you hit? <laughs> 
The bike. That's what I'm saying. Prior, prior, because you're like, I can't trust this. Everything. I don't care. I can't guarantee you're riding. I can't guarantee what you're gonna do. You're gonna do a hundred thousand. You're a retard. All this other shit before. But once he did it, why Harley Davidson didn't just immediately fucking contact that guy? Give him a motorcycle. I mean, well, what did they give him? Fucking uh, a pair of boots and fucking uh, uh, some chaps? Yeah. I mean, God damn, this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was going to the same Harley, uh, getting his services and shit. And yeah. it's like, how, how after the first, the second, the, the third one, they were like, okay, he's doing it. Why are we not oh, putting no, that, 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 that dealership already knew. He went yes, to the so motor I'm saying, why the mo- But the Motorco needs the, the culture to. To, uh, to like put him on a pedestal. Yeah. Right? Like for them to benefit from having that bike, like other I mean, people that's in bullshit. the industry have got to show value in what he's done. Sure. But that's some bullshit. It is bullshit. That's I mean, some just having that bullshit. bike that went 100,000 miles, I mean, it was running more than it wasn't for 100 days. What he kind of bike was it? 2021 Road Glide. You know, that's what you want to do it on. Well, they might have done something if he had been on a 883 Sports. Oh God! You know, Hundred thousand miles. You know. Are you trying to say if he was a girl? No. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa! We're not bad mouthing. That's hey, real. Hey, my hey. mother's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Corey, you okay? Everything good? Yeah, I'm okay. good. Why am I sports right now? Hey, he's getting yeah. serious. He's like, wait a minute. What the fuck so going did I walk on, into? Going on, talking about Terminator and talking about... I just want more back-in-the-day stories. But, so, when Terminator 2 came out, what was that, 91-ish? When Fat Boy came out and it blew up and all that? Fat uh, Boy came out 89. June 7th, okay. 1991. 17 hours, 43 minutes, and 16 seconds. No, no. It was a, it was a movie of our... 18 seconds. Was it? Yeah. yeah. This man might be right. Fact you guys check. are fucking nerds. I thought it was I love 7 that. seconds. The movie about the bull run... No, that's my average stamina. So, obviously, obviously, I was I wasn't there. Uh, I heard that when you wanted to get a fat boy, when that movie blew up, you had to have the money up front and get at the dealership and get on a uh, you know a wait list that was something like six months. Yep. And when they got them, they just gave you whatever one came in. Everybody yep. wanted a black one. If it was yellow, if it was red, that's what you got. Yep. And that's when Harley Davidson kind of blew up into the mainstream. Yep. What did that do for your business? Well, I mean, Harley, the Harley dealers were were doing it. They mm-hmm. were, of course. We've always been, you know, ten years back. So the people that had the shovel heads. So you okay? So here's I'll give you a scenario. A, a guy decides he wants a Harley. You know, he's fifty five years old. His kids are gone. He's got some money. He goes and buys him a Harley. He goes up to the bar and these guys pull up on shovel heads and they're all greasy. And he's like, you know what? I want one of them. So what he would do is come here and I have an old shovel head for sale. I'd sell it to him. Mm -hmm. And then we'd get it running for him. And then he'd want it all fixed up. That's what we were doing. We were doing their second bike. Yeah. Because they were buying the brand new Harley, doing all their riding. But they had to have that second bike for the cool time, you know, Naturally. Right. to be cool to go to the bar. It's not changed today. Well, yeah, you're right. right? You know, but, all these. But regular- these guys with their new bikes with, in 91, 92, oh, they wouldn't let us touch them. 
Right. Oh, no, I only let the Harley. Harley the experts. Right. We only let the experts do it. And then after a while. <laughs> right. 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 Talking right. about the dealership. Yeah. Then after a little bit, they'd figure out that the experts, uh, they started coming to us. And we started, we started doing their uh, services. Yeah. Was that good? That was a, that was very <laughs> diplomatic. So God bless you. So that that's where we were back in that day when Harley was off. I mean, these people would buy a bike, and before they'd pick it up, they were spending an extra five grand with the dealership mm-hmm. to get it all whatevered. Mm-hmm. I come in when they wanted a second bike for, to go to get the cool points. The cool points. Okay. Yeah, to get the cool but, points. But did it pick up for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we was building, we was rebuilding and building those shovel heads, selling them. Now, was that about the same time? Remember, like, one of the, it seemed like the last podcast we talked about a dealership that you were getting old parts from, they moved and you got them. No, that, we're talking, now, you're talking now back 72, 71. They just moved out and just left all their stuff up in the attic. Because you were saying nobody's doing no. fucking valve jobs and shit. They'd throw on new heads. Yeah, right. And they, so you guys They pull the heads that. off. You had a burnt valve. Hell, they just put the head up in the attic. Yeah. And then we moved into that building, and my dad go up there, and he'd grab a bottom end, a transmission, and cylinders, and heads, and come down, and we'd rebuild it and put it in a frame, and here we go. God I, dang, could I'd you build, imagine that they were, fucking shit? But you know, they were simple choppers. Right. They were a two wheels, a front end, oil tank, and a kickstart battery, and a gas tank. Hell. And a flat fender on the back, no fender on the front. Hey, how, how about this? This it. is a really fucking cool story. Because, number one, I'm telling it. Uh, <laughs> but Naturally. When, 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 he's, when David Brown's like, man, this is a fucking cool bike. You know, there's a lot of bikes come through here. And he's like, man, that's a cool bike. And you see him like three days later, like, I really do like that bike. And then two weeks later, he's like, hey, you want to see something cool? See that front end right there? Look at this. You see how this these tabs right here? Put, that's This is how we used to do them. My daddy used to grab these fucking, this stock, cut it down, and went this fucking, at least this front end, and this is exactly how we used to set up bikes. I wouldn't be surprised if this bike came out of here. I guarantee time. you that front end come out of our shop. Right. I'll be willing to bet you. That a or another bike that's like, was hey, this was a My brown cycle that. bike, and it's got brown cycle on the title. You know? That's so cool. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. just <clears throat> fucking pretty sweet to see it like. Yeah. The life of a bike. I mean, you think about a dollar. A dollar goes out. If you ever see that dollar again, you know, Maybe motorcycles ain't as unique as a dollar. Did you just compare a brown cycle chopper to a one dollar bill? <laughs> I'd, give oh a whole, I'd give a whole lot more dollar bills for one of those bikes. Yeah. Yeah. But you think about the circulation, though, yeah. and the life of a chopper, and then, like, how many people have fucked up? How, I, I, I mean, has. I mean, how many people get a bike and are like, nope, that's it, I'm not changing a thing, that's it, I'm gonna keep it, I'm fucking. Very few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, talking about that front end up there, out there. See what they were doing in the early seventies. Everybody was shaving the legs, no fenders or nothing. And then uh, people started wanting fenders. So why we, would they we want front fender? We couldn't sell a we couldn't sell the front end. So my dad's like, huh? Okay, we need to start making fenders, putting fenders on. So he went and bought a 
like you know, six, eight foot long of uh, two inch by what? What do you think? Quarter inch? Yeah. Aluminum. Cut them off, and then he did all the measuring and uh, took them to a welder and had all these tabs welded back onto these legs oh, cool. to run a fender. And there's one right back here in my shop. I guarantee you. I my, was just my dad, at that. My dad did that. I guarantee you. That's so cool. My dad it, did that. It? It's yeah. fucking set up perfect. Yeah. Except because the bars are You know, anybody else that would have done it would have rounded it off and made it look uniform like it, like it, you know, was made from the factory. Yeah. But my dad was like, no, he just wants to mount a fender on it. So if you look at it, it's pretty rough. I've seen it. I guarantee you my dad did that. Right. That's cool. Right. I thought it was an adapter to run that. Like it was I, just from a distance, I saw that bar stock. I was like, oh, that's like a, an adapter piece bolted to the tube so that it can bolt on this specific <clears> fender. And I get in there and look, I'm like, no, that motherfucker is welded. Welded it, yeah. Tubes. And and uh, they didn't round the edges or, no. or, or paint it or... Nothing. Polish it? Yeah. No. You can still see the, you know, that long Split. stock has got identifying. Uh, the parts uh, on it? Yeah. It's yeah. still on there. Yeah. It's still on there. The yeah. yeah. That's how we did it, man. Oh. That's, that's how it was. Yeah. So. Functional. That's you, I, mean, cool. I guess you saw it right out of the gate. What else on that bike was, you think? The rear fender? Has it got a flat fender on there? Yep. Right, flat fender on the rear. Uh, of course, that could have been changed. That's stuff like that. But we did build a lot of bikes out of stock Harley rigid frames. Yeah. Very possible. Because back in them days, man, Harleys weren't worth nothing. Those rigid frames weren't worth nothing. You can get one for a hundred bucks. Now, what are they paying for them? $3,500? Probably more than that today. Yeah. Because it's, it's been crazy. Me. You get pants. Yeah. That's what I mean. You get, yeah. You get panheads with like a wishbone and a crossover. You're looking $3,500. You get in the knuckle stuff, <laughs> five, six a grand. Yeah. Hey, Do man. You know I went, I used to, yeah, when my brother was working here, we'd take a vacation and take a week off. And I took my family down to San Antonio one time. And there's a shop down there called the uh, Hog House. H A W G. Good name. H. A S S or something like that. H A U S. H A U S. Hog House. And so uh, I go in there. Of course, I'm in uh, swimming suit. Because I let my family. Speedo? No, not, not, no I was out of Speedos by then. The what year is this? Oh, the short, the shorts were little. You ain't seen the uh, pictures of me and my family. They're, there's motherfuckers in Speedos. So. Well, you know, my wife wouldn't let me wear a Speedo. <laughs> so I'm wearing these. Uh, Flowery swimsuit. I got a tank top on, you know. And nice. I walk in this bike shop, and the guys like, "Yeah, what do you need?" And I go, "Well, man, I got a shop in Dallas, and I just wanted, to, you know, check you out." And he goes, "Yeah, what's the name of your shop?" I said, "Brown Cycle." Jesse Brown. I go, "That's my dad." He goes, "Yeah, come on back." Takes me back, shows me the shop. We go out the very back outside the building. He's got a building back there. Walk in this building, and he's got these uh, knuckleheads and flatheads hanging on the wall. And I said, where do you get them at? It's Mexico. He said, I go down to Mexico. I got a connection. They sell them to me. I said, well, you just want to sell them? He goes, yeah. Well, what do you want for them? He said, I'll take $1,800 apiece. Well, hell, that's, that's a lot of money, man. They ain't worth $1,800, you know? 
Whole motors? Knuckleheads. Compl- motor, it's Why? what it is. It's a frame Could you imagine with a motor and a transmission, a front end. Oh, shit. Maybe a wheel. Okay. That's it. No tanks, no fenders. For 1800 a piece. 1800 yeah, a piece. Hey, what have and I did here? not buy one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't buy one of them. What year was this? This was... About three years ago? No. <laughs> yeah. This was... Uh, Probably 1991, 92. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what's wild? I yeah. I mean, back in that era, 91, 92, I spent my some some time around some people in vans and with Harleys and stuff, you know, going and listening to these old timers saying, you know, Harley Davidson is the only thing that's going to appreciate. And and looking at these people going like, oh my God, what are you thinking, dude? Yeah. <laughs> What are you What are you talking about here? Your life decisions yeah. have gotten you to this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sharing. You tell me what to invest in. Yeah, you're. We're splitting a sixer of PBR with with the salt packets after we've been digging a ditch all day. Beer day. Ninety one, ninety two, Jake. Ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I'm not good at that. What were you like? Six. Exactly. Yeah, I was six. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we're splitting the sixer. Yeah. Yeah, splitting the no. sixer with beer and salt. You're drinking with underage kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Come over to my house and look through my family album and tell me it's not true. Okay? Tell well, me it's not true. I guess this could be possible. That's me at six. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Barefoot on a K-model. Like tell us this cool. story right there. Hey, wait a minute. Look at this. No, Check this out. 63 Sports. So I wanted, well, you gotta get the I wanted to get so to these photos... It? Uh, Watch that this. small one on is is that a knuckle or is that a pan? Here, yeah, that one. That's a uh, no, that's a fifty model pan head. What's my the brother, story on that one? Uh, my brother built that. My brother and my dad built that for my brother. That's my brother there. He passed away at sixteen, and he was uh, he built that. That was his first bike, and when the first time he built it, right after he finished it, didn't have a seat, so he took a shop rag and set it on top of the. Of course, the battery's under there. Yeah. And he wrote, he's going to ride it to Oak Cliff, which is what? We lived in Mesquite, what, 15 miles, 20 miles? By the time he got over there, not only was the rag gone, but his seat of his pants was starting to get eat up from the acid. The acid of the battery was leaking. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that's what that was. That was an old 50 50 model pan head. Man, that thing's so perfect. And... uh, that's my dad when he was 18 years old in Memphis, Tennessee, sitting on that flathead, wearing a suit. Look at it. He's wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit. He, he is. You see yeah. it? Yeah. So, you know. That's how he dressed when he wasn't a worker. Well, no. Uh, well, that's, he was time. young there. So. Didn't everybody wear a suit was, back then? Was he dressed everybody, up for the photo? Hat, or I don't know. Okay. I mean, motherfuckers I today got, you know, just look at me. Look, hoodie but, and all that shit. But let me I tell you about my dad real quick. Yeah. My dad never had a tattoo. He wore his hair like Elvis. And he wore them... Uh, uh, polyester? Polyester britches with house shoes. And that son of a bitch rode thousands and thousands of miles that way. He rode motorcycles... But he never was much on uh, being a part of the trend. You know, he just liked, he loved motorcycles. And that's how, that's how, that's the way I was raised. You know, I was raised in a deal where he didn't care about the tattoos. He didn't care about 
looking or whatever. He, by God, wanted to ride a motorcycle. That's what we did. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Obsessed. It wasn't cool at the time because I wanted it in a car. With a radio, <laughs> you know, but he, in the he windows. yeah, and he's like, uh, long as you got a job, you can ride any bike I got. So I'd be riding these old shovel heads. I say old; these they new were pretty new heads. at the time. Yeah, I'd be. I'd, I had a construction job, and I rode this shovel head. My dad did. He had uh, in the when choppers first started, they didn't have extended tubes; they had s slugs. They would screw into the tube mm -hmm. to make it longer. So we had the slugs. My dad took a dresser front fender, made his own fat bob fender. He was a metal man. Made his own fat bob fender, you know, the ducktail, mm -hmm. and uh, no fender on the front. And I got a job. I was 14 years old, and I had a job at a construction site. <clears throat> My brother got me the job, and I'd ride this bike there every day. And one day I'm sitting there, we're eating lunch. My job was to clean up. I come in behind the Tate and Betters. We were building apartments, and I was cleaning them up after the Tate and Better. So I was cleaning out the insulation, the framing, uh, you know, the sheetrock that didn't get whatever. How old were you? I was 14. 14 riding yeah. a shovel head. Uh-huh. And I was sitting there eating lunch one day, and this framer walks up, and he goes, whose bike is that? And I said, that's my dad's. He goes, where's your dad at? And I go, well, he, he, I'm riding it, but he lets me ride it. He goes, your, your dad lets you ride that motorcycle? I go, yeah, as long as I've got a job. I was naive. <laughs> as long as I've got a job, my dad lets me ride it. And he goes, I can't believe it. <laughs> he wants one so bad. Yeah. He can't take it. You know, yeah. you're picking up the trash. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what the? Yeah. And I didn't even pay on? for it. You know, <laughs> all I had to pay for was the gas. Yeah. yeah no idea. Well, I, had no, I had no idea. It was transportation for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. And you, you weren't even really, you were like, God damn, these things are, you know, it's, I got to get out there. He, he, I mean, he tells stories all the time about how, like, his dad's like, hey, you got to get out here, wake him up early, butt crack of dawn, like, get out here and start kicking on this bike. We got to get it started. Yeah, they couldn't. So yeah. it was a whole nother deal, you know, where we're over here going, God, I just salivate at the mouth. Were you kicking It's that jammed over? down his throat. Oh, yeah. You know. How's a 14-year-old kick over? Oh, look at him. Look at him fucking legs. Old. Hey, let me go out here. <laughs> look at him. Go, right well, hey, this would be hilarious to, to illustrate that. When you go out here, you pick any bike. And then you kick it, and then watch him kick it. He, the way he kicks it is like uh, if you were to stand over a tricycle and just 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 kick the the, the deal. It's a, it's not like okay, let me find top. He's just like, wham, 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 wham. This motherfucker ain't. Talking. I've been doing wham, it wrong all these years. Over like one leg over each side, yeah, that's just old like. School, the way we you know we used to start them like that. You very seldom see somebody. You know, on the, the side, side you know, yeah. Be, we always straddled them, and they were for some reason they were easy to start back then. <laughs> but <laughs> I gotta tell you, though, I mean, ones where I'm like, I find top dead center, and I can stand up on it because of the compression, and I gotta get into it with my whole ass. Well, this guy's like, whap 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 whap. Like Dan, we, sometimes he has to help me start my bike. I mean, you know, wham. <laughs> That'll break my pedal and my gear. <laughs> oh, Dan! Dan's got All this my like. All pedals are just that they just break. He's got the fucking the go in. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it where it's like, you know, 
I mean, I, I I believe you could probably knock him in the head with a cinder block and all this stuff, but he's got that like fucking. It's almost like retard strength. I mean, I gotta tell you, <laughs> retard what strength? Oh yeah, You're, it's like it, there's oh, yeah. no there's no like uh, it doesn't even like this well, might be a bad idea. It's just go. I had a coach. And he he instilled yeah. in me mind over matter. You know, like yeah. literally, you can do anything you want as long as you. Truly believe you can do it. And, believe to achieve. You know, and I've ran with that, and it's, you know, it's done wonders for me. I seen you fucking kick a sickness in the mountains, negative ten, where where you all you know, you all you want is cozy blanket. I mean, I, hey man, I'm yeah. a fucking, I'm a hardcore motherfucker, but like my when I'm sick, I, I really, I, I just want some cozy, you know. <laughs> And, and uh, you know, in the mountains is the fucking, not the best, but I've seen him fucking do it, so my hat's off to him. You know, That's why y'all didn't kill no meat. Y'all oh, got a little too sick. cozy. Sounds no, y'all got too Sounds cozy. Sounds like y'all got real cozy in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. I get it, I get it. That's how y'all stayed warm in that negative 10. I don't know what happened. Oh, so Corona V, is that what you said? Was it 10? Corona V? Yeah. Dude, we, they got hooked up with the Corona V, I'm sure, dude. They was fucked up. Yeah, my dad showed me how, wanted me to do it. What'd he tell you? He just, to, he just told me how to kickstart them, you know. Of course, you got to understand, they don't have the compression that we have today. You know, there's a lot of different stuff there. But... Uh, Nine and a half. Yeah, you know, man. Uh, growing up, yeah, growing up, you know, it was motorcycles in my life. That's, I mean, that's all I knew. We always had bikes. There was times my dad didn't even have a car, but he'd had a bike. That's just how it was. And uh, we had this old 24 model. That's We lived in a house that had a carport. So that 24 model stuck halfway out of that carport. And uh, people said, hey, you're the guy that lives up there where that motorcycle is. I go, yeah, yeah, that's me, yeah. So... Uh, that was, we was the motorcycle people, you know, in Mesquite, Texas, which was a very conservative town. And uh, I don't know, it's just the way I grew up. Tell I, them about uh, your dad's travel philosophy. When as, he's hitting the road. As know, far like, as, far as like, you know, was it two stops? Oh, before you, no, you know, in the morning, yeah. like you, you uh, when you, when you're pulling in for your last stop, you fill up, mm -hmm. okay? And you go to the motel, eat, and you go to bed. When you get up, you get on them bikes and we head on. Here we go. Get no there. eating breakfast or nothing. We're going to run at least one tank out, maybe two, before we even stop and eat breakfast. And, you know, it's a good deal. It's a good way to travel because you're down the road and it's still morning time. And you've covered some miles. Now it makes the day not that bad. Whereas if you get up and then go, you go to the breakfast and, you know, and it's 8.30, 9 o'clock before you're on the road. But this way, you get on the road at 7, you don't eat or nothing, and you run a tank out, or even maybe you get to stop and say, let's do one more. You get down the road and you've covered a couple of hundred miles before breakfast. So, yeah, that's how he did. I've had old timers tell me exactly that. Yeah. It yeah, works. That's perfect. It is. If you're trying to get some miles under you. Especially in the South when it's hot as shit in the summertime. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. where it comes from, traveling in the South. Mm 
mm-hmm. where it's hot, hot as hell. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can sit down and eat while it's fucking hot outside. Exactly. And also, there's always somebody. You ever have a group of more than four? You got too many anyway. So there's always at least one person lagging behind, whether it's the motel or the gas stop or, or this the and bike. That. Everybody's trying to go, and nobody's really firing all cylinders yet. So yeah, the morning drags out. But if we're gonna get up and go, then everybody's awake, everybody's moving. That's another thing. Yep. If we're saying we're leaving at seven thirty, don't make a fuck if you're there or not. We're leaving. At 730. <laughs> that, that, that's know, the way to be. I, I had to do that Vegas one time with the, or not. the group I was with. I told everybody. I said, "I'm pull." It was a Father's Day. We was in Oklahoma City. I had to get back to do the Father's Day thing. Mm-hmm. I told everybody. I said, "I'm, I'm pulling out at seven thirty. You took y'all, another race. Yeah. If y'all want to go? You can. But I'm leaving. So we get out there, and it's about 7.20, and Jake comes out, and he goes, oh, man, where's Red Eye? I said, I don't know. I'm leaving at 7.30. Sorry, did you say that again? My apologies. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> Could you? I would love to hear it again. So uh, Jake's like, oh, man, we, we can't do this. Never leave a man behind. Never leave a man behind. Well, he didn't, ever, he didn't ride with the groups I rode with. So <laughs> I go in he there. goes in there to get Red Eye. And see a bacon strip. <laughs> One bacon strip. Probably this dual. bacon strip right here. <laughs> oh. In his underwear. Because he's got Christ. that leg thrown up, asshole face in the door. <laughs> and, 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 and just he's that wide title. He, I told the story. It's a true story. He's proud of it. He is. He's motherfucking proud of it. Hey, but here's the, here's the end of this story. So I, we go over, and I'm, I pull out, and Jake, and there were about five of us. We pull across the street to fill up. Red Eye calls me. He goes, hey, man, what is it? I said, Red Eye, I told you, I'm leaving at 730, and we're pulling off. Well, man, I thought we were riding together. Yeah. Well, you wasn't here. We're gone. Mind you, he was this deep in a fucking bottle of single malt That's scotch. not my problem. Right. My That's what I'm saying. So when he was like, I thought we was this. There was scotch to be had. Well, that's... <laughs> and he had it. Well, you, you had miles. Miles to be why had. It and, was like, hey, we're still doing this And thing. God bless him for it. But yeah. 7.30, I'm leaving. And there we so go. So we take off. Yep. We take off. I'll be a son of a bitch. 100 miles down the road, he didn't pull up next to it. It was a real <laughs> true story. Yeah. I'm he called us. In my fucking... In my, you know, we're all, you know, motorcycle ride, we're all in this together, but we're all on this on our own. And I'm in my helmet going, like, damn, I hate that we just let, and you know, God, he was there, and the bacon strip was shining, and I know, and then God, damn, there's Red Eye! <laughs> he was Never count the old man out. He got on there and fucking well, hammered, boy. Riding, riding wide open. Well, my dad his, was escorting we, us. Yeah, his dad led us. And I think he kind of took us a long way to My get out of hasn't Oklahoma seen City. Fifth gear a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's like, "Hey, I got six. One of these top two, four. I don't really yeah. know. I'm top cruising two. the back row." But you know, man, look at here. You guys have traveled. D, you've traveled. If you got to do something, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're leaving at X number of time. If you sit around and wait two hours, what's that? That's 120 miles. Yeah, we'll you know? see you. You know, come you, on with you, us. You have to be, now you travel by yourself, you don't have no rules. But when you got a group of four, 
you got to be stern about the rules. Because Dude, he's got the adventure like touring. Said, he knows. Like you said, there's one guy that's always going to be late. Or you go, oh, man, I don't really want to do that. You know? <laughs> well, my dad said the greatest thing about riding a motorcycle is you don't have to. If I want to go left, I'll go left, and you can go right. And we ought to be friends when we get back together. But I've got to adjust my chain before we leave. Yeah. Well, then you need to be out there about seven, 10 after 7 and oh, get that some itch adjusted. Well, yeah. I, I need to adjust my chain. Oh, i got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, we'll... We're going down five, and then we'll exactly. turn left. You catch us. Everybody's yeah. pulling out. I got to get my helmet right and get, get my gloves yeah. right. And the communication yeah. is key. My like pack's not quite right. Establish those things before you take off, you know? Because yep. it's nothing like going, and you think you're just stopping for gas, and then one person goes in and gets a drink and a candy bar. Then everybody, then everybody wants a candy bar. Well, and you he know, got a candy But, bar. you know, that's cool. That's different than... Trying to get off for the first yeah. first day, for yeah. the first ride. You know, it's very, the first <laughs> out is the most important. It is. Set, and, set the pace. Get mm-hmm. the pace going. And then if you want to stop and somebody's got to piss or take a shit. Hey, man, I've we've been on a trip before where a guy, we, a guy pulls over and we pull over like, what the deal? He takes running off, climbs <laughs> the fence. And as he goes over the fence, you can see he shits his... <laughs> He, he shits himself. Oh, wow. So we sit there and get laughing. He goes to a tree, shows us his underwear. He's like, check these out. Yeah. Look at this <laughs> shit. This, this was legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, man, we're going to win for you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're not yeah. going to take off. Yeah. This is a legitimate deal. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't a so, bacon strip. That's a meatloaf. Anything <laughs> less than a meatloaf. That's Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to meatloaf. We're not stopping. So, but you know, meatloaf's that's cool. only. That's the next shirt. You, you got off on the right Because once you're on the road, you're on the road, you're moving. It's that's that, it. getting that momentum. That's it. Going. And if somebody gets got a shit or whatever, you know, you it's no big deal to stop like that. If you, but it's getting started. It's, it's, it's like anything is hard to do. The hardest thing to start anything is the first step. I like that's that. All. And that's why you have to... Be stern with we're gonna be on the road seven o'clock, seventh or whatever. Remember we in Tucson? We're gonna be on the road. We were at that gas station where I can go across Mexico. Everybody, what are we waiting for? Nobody, you know, and all of a sudden I just go, I kick started my bike and started it up. That's all it takes. That's all well, it that was takes. Yeah, that, there wasn't one, a lot of communication. There one person has to start at the this bike. point at this the 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 leaving time was never established. Right. It was just me at the gas station at seven thirty. We stayed there till almost nine thirty. <laughs> yeah, nine thirty, and finally Mike's like, "What are we waiting on?" You know. Like, well, I kickstarted my bike, and here we go. And everybody started going, so we left. Well, what you got to understand when I was traveling with these guys, we were running a business. We was open six days a week. Yeah, so we had right. to get yeah. to where we was yeah. going, and we had to get back. Oh, well, sure. that's like people have responsibilities and families and stuff, and I understand all that. Yeah. I don't have that anymore. Well, and, and <laughs> I, I understand that, too. And if, you're, uh, and if you have no where you have to be, then there's no reason to be like that. Yeah. It's, exactly. good, yeah. it's good to be cool and just go, okay, whatever. We'll start when everybody gets here and ready to go. No big deal. Yeah. But when you've got a business you got to get back to, and it's 480 miles away. You got to make some time. You better get up. I mean, if you ain't there, I'm going anyway. 
I got somewhere to be. That's real freedom. That's real fucking freedom. Absolutely. I've experienced it, I believe, twice in my life. Real freedom like that, where you don't have an end date, you don't have a destination. I've never experienced it. <laughs> it's don't quite something. Get pissed off. Yeah, really. <laughs> Who the right. fuck are you? David's about to fucking whoop my ass right <laughs> so here. here where we God dang it. Well, we're about to get it on. Trips, you got, you know, you got the business here, you got it six days a week. Where was the destination? You leave Saturday, where would you guys go? Well, now, like we're going to do Laredo, we close on Saturday. Okay. So we'd leave Friday about 8 o'clock at night, and we'd ride till you know, 1 in the morning. Because my dad had to stop it. He had places. He had the best pie. This place got the best milkshake, you know. Oh, Your dad man. sounds like my favorite person yeah. ever. <laughs> so uh, it'd be, you know, we'd leave at 8 o'clock at night, and we would be in Austin at 1 in the morning. We get to San Antonio at three in the morning, lay down. We're up at seven, <laughs> and we got to go again. Never mind. I don't like them that much anymore. We leave San Antonio. You ever been from San Antonio to Laredo? Quite I think a it's few about. Times. I think it's about a hundred and forty something miles, right? Boring. Huh? <laughs> well, we would leave San Antonio at seven in the morning, and we wouldn't arrive in San, in Laredo till about four. What happened? We stop. <laughs> We're always stopping. You know, we're leaving at seven, but don't worry. We're that's not, that's we're right. Going. We are gonna have cake. That's and right. Pie. Hey, and one time, hey, I gotta tell y'all this story. So would he go with like, was it back roads or would he? No, it was the major roads. Okay. But we, you know, we just farted around, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So I tell y'all this story. Blue Woody. This There's was more back beer in the fridge. Back when I was, uh, back when I used to partake in smoking weed and stuff. I don't do it no more. I've changed my life. But uh, a buddy of mine went with, he borrowed a, a Honda 750. Yeah, I didn't get And uh, I'd rolled about four or five joints. And so we left San Antonio. Like I said, we got in at three, got up at seven, and we're on the road. And I signaled to my buddy, I go, you know, and he goes, like, yeah, yeah. So we kind of backed up in the group and we let the group get way ahead. And then as soon as they went over here, we pull off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I like this joint. We, me and this guy, smoked this joint. And about the time we're about, we're finishing it, putting it down, they coming back. Oh no! Yeah, and it's my dad. He goes, "Hey, boy, you need to keep up with us. Stay with us." And my buddy, <laughs> my buddy had got, we got so fucked up at, it was just a matter of minutes. He goes to get on this Honda and he falls over. <laughs> oh no! So I'm here. I'm trying to help him up, and here comes my dad yeah, and these guys. Guy, right? Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, we pulled, had to piss. And, oh, boy. Uh, you need to stay with the group. Don't do that shit no more. Are you so, going, he knows, he knows, he knows. No, I didn't care. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't know. My old man, he didn't know. Hey, so, let me tell you about riding with Dan, okay? Here it comes. All right. I, I've been wanting to hear this. Okay, yeah. riding with Dan, this is what I, people... People ask me, I said, when you ride with Dan, you know, put your watch in your pocket. Don't worry about it. Don't ask where we're going because he doesn't know. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have fun. Don't ask. I said, but you Here, I got you. One thing about Dan, you're going to stop and eat. We don't know exactly where, but it'll be good, I promise you. Don't, you don't ask him what time. Don't ask him about anything about time where we're getting here or there. We're going to get there. What would I do if you asked? Uh, what do I do? I don't ask. 
Because I already know better than that. You lie. <laughs> I tell you what, I, first trip I, I made. I probably it. just say, I don't know. First. Because he, he, he does it. Well, and that's. The people that travel, that are the first time traveling, you know, with us and stuff. I said, don't ask him. Yeah. I go, where are, you, where are we going? I go, I don't know. I said, don't worry about it. We're going to have, a, I promise you, it's going to be an adventure and we're going to find a dirt road. <laughs> So, well, that sounds good. Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, the first time I went to Daytona Beach, I was uh, I was riding with the group, and what my year? dad was the leader, and we I'd we'd stop and I go, how much further? He goes, oh, it's just up the road. First time to Daytona? Yes. Okay. He's, I go, how much further? I had no idea how far I was going. And he go, I say, how much further? He said, just up the road. This was at uh, this was like. We left here at nine o'clock at night, and we ended up in uh, we we stopped in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. What year are we talking? Uh, what year? Yeah, nineteen seventy-eight. Okay. And uh, we lay down about two in the morning, and they're up at seven o'clock. <laughs> here we go again. I'm like, how far is it, my dad? Just up the road. We ride. You sure. know how far it is. Sure is. We get into Florida. We stop for gas. I'm like, how much further is it? He goes, just up the road. Just up the road. <laughs> and we, we know what time we got to Daytona? Midnight. <laughs> we stopped to eat. My dad said, oh, best key lime pie in the world. Right? We're going to go. We, we were going 60 miles and stopping. <laughs> To get something to eat. That's when I want to stop is after 60 miles. Yeah, 60 miles. And I'm like, dang, go, man. Fucking eight, and we year. pull in at midnight. <laughs> That's, hey, I didn't enjoy it. He Two did. days of riding? Well, we left, uh, we left Friday night and we got there Saturday night, midnight, Sunday morning, you could call Turned it. Turned around and came back? We went to the race and we left the race and come home. <laughs> Didn't, I, I didn't had, even see the beach. I did. Matter of fact, they all wanted to, hey, we're going to do this, do this, do this. I said, I'm not. I'm going to the beach. I went, and bought, I went and bought me some beer, and I went and sat on the beach. It was cold, and I drank that beer. I got drunk. <laughs> and I met them back at supper, ate supper, drank some more, and I went back to my room, went to bed, got up the next morning. We went to the race. You know the race? The Which two, race? 200 miler. Oh, yeah, Daytona 200. Daytona 200. We went to that race. We got out of that race, got on the bikes. We started back. Well, That's they call that the duels now or something. We stopped in, uh, what's the first, Tallahassee? No, what's the first town in Florida? Pensacola. If you're coming. If you're coming Pensacola? Yeah. We stopped in Pensacola at a roadside park okay. to lay down and get some sleep. And uh, we laid down there. And uh, Highway Patrol pulled up and said, you ain't doing this. <laughs> you got to go. Right so we got up and got back on the road. We got back to, at my, I got home midnight, no, 10 o'clock the next, 10 o'clock the next night. It started raining on us in Vicksburg, <laughs> Mississippi. It rained on us all the way to my front door. That's a long God, haul. God, dog. Yeah. It was. Y'all did that in the day? Misery. It was misery. I, misery. And I, 
I said after that, I'll never, that's ride, a, I'll never go nowhere with you. It's a full day of misery. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a full. It day. wasn't fun at all. No, no. You're grinding through it. You're, I'm you're following. on a mission. The problem is, I'm following. I'm not a good follower, but I had to follow. You know what I mean? Oh. Not knowing how far to go. If they stop, uncertainty I is the worst. Stop. I never had a voice in. Hey, let's stop over here. No, no, no. no. We're not going to do that. We're going to stop over here. So when you get that little tingle in your fingers and and the uncomfortable starts to set in, when you don't have the command to, when you don't know that, hey, I'm going to pull over whenever, whatever, you know, like if you're out working, say you're working the field or whatever you're doing, when you know I'm in control, I can get in the truck whenever, I can pull the plug whenever. You can go so much further on those cold hands. You can go so much further on that that frostbite, whatever's setting in. But when you're like, the dad's a madman. <laughs> He'll never stop. He has endless gas. How's he going so far? You're it like, nuts. Yeah, and that's it all that's nuts. in your brain. Yeah. I, I can but only But you know imagine. what though? I tell you what though, it gave me, it taught me it taught me something. It taught me that you can do whatever you want, just like you said. His coach. You can do whatever you need to do. Cause I'd be exhausted. What I didn't realize was these guys were taking speed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was There's a superhero amongst us. I was 20, 21 years old. How are they doing? And it? I was doing it all on my own. <laughs> and I was like, I don't see how. How are they doing this? He was like, I'm a stud. These guys are old timers. I I'm played so football. tired. What's he doing? <laughs> I yeah. played football. Yeah. My shit gets you're hard. Like, you're, you're, you're like, you're like, I, I, I got a five rail fucking pig heart on that. It's just like a boat arc fucking fence post. I, 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 I could bench press a fucking thousand pounds. I played Texas football. Yeah. <laughs> How in the hell is this old timer? College. 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 Hey, I, okay, a quick story. I got a good one here. So that trip where me and my buddy, and uh, he fell over, you know, we get into Laredo, okay? We get in the motel, and they're like, get dressed, let's go, we got to go. We're going to go across the border to this great restaurant. So we go across the border, and we sit, and we eat this restaurant that they thought was great. And uh, and then we hop in a taxi, and uh, we end up at Boys Town. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I told my buddy, I said, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hang around these old farts. We're gonna do our own thing." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." So me and me and my buddy, when we walk in the door, my dad and these guys is my dad, two big old fat guys. They were called Fat Bob and Fat Phil, and Dennis, who's our mechanic. They went right. Well, I told my buddy, "Let's go this way." So we go left. Have you ever been to Papagayos in Boys Town? Don't eat the bananas. Uh, well, I don't eat nothing. But anyway, you sit there. <laughs> what you do, you sit there, and the girls are parading around oh, yeah. a big floor. And, you know, you sit there, and you go, yeah, okay? Wave them on over. Yeah. Back in well, I didn't realize that. I thought, you know, I'm 20 years old. They're going to come to me. I just, yeah. I just been, I've been playing college football. I'm a stud. You know, I'm sitting there like, you're flexing for them. They keep walking. And, uh, you know, we're looking, and all of a sudden I look across the room at my dad and these fat guys, and they got two women on each side, you know. 
I'm like, what the, what's going on here? Dad's got it all figured out. Yeah, well, yeah, we figured out that uh, they had been there before. (laughs) (laughs) They they knew the rules and we didn't. And so uh, I, I learned That's a lesson there. Yeah. Awesome. You know the next time your dad took a ride? Hell no. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you another funny. We went to another bar, and there was this woman in there. I can't remember what they called her. She had a bun this tall, man. If you're not, you the can't see it. Two foot tall off top of her head. And, uh, like Marge? Yeah. Beehive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so we're sitting there, you know, and uh, I I, you know, I kind of looking at her like, yeah, yeah, you know. She looks at me. She walks over and she goes, "Hey, Jesse, who's this?" Jesse was my dad. Yeah. <laughs> First name basis. I'm like, you know, golly. He goes, "That's my son." And I was like, "Ooh, shit," you know, scared me to death because she called my bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and these girls are hustlers. They know. They know how to look at men who have money and a couple of kids. They don't have any money. They knew it, too. Uh-huh. That's right. You're exactly right. They ride Harleys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Goddamn. I tell you what, I, that, that, those trips, were they were pretty tough, but they were fun. Man, that's cool. Yeah, we had a coming back. Uh, we, stay over, we walk across the board at 5 a.m. We had been drinking tequila. Again, I didn't know they were taking Molly's. And I was. Molly's back then? Yeah. What Molly's. the fuck is that? Speed. Black Soccer Molly's. Speed. Black Molly's. Amphetamines. You know, Pet Black Molly's back then are the same Molly's as today? Different. No. Different. No. That's what I was saying. Yeah. No, so no. These, these are, like these are staying awake Pet, pills. Pet pills. Go pills. What yeah. are you talking about? No-dos. You're talking about yellow, yellow jackets. Yellow uh, jackets is a barbiturate. Oh shit! No, these are models. Stick around, you're gonna learn something. Yeah, so <laughs> we walking across the board at five a.m. There you go. We go lay down. Seven o'clock. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's get up. I'm like, what the? Goodness, great. You know, hell, I want to sleep to about eleven or twelve. So we get up. We get into San Antonio. And I told my dad, I said, I'm done. I'm getting me a motel room. I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. He goes, no, no, you got to ride with us. I said, nope, I ain't doing it. I'm done. Y'all go ahead. And then one of the guys, I ain't going to name no name, said, come with me. So we, he takes, we're at a service station, but they had a big old tree that we parked under this tree was cooling off. It was summertime. We went behind the station. He plops his hand out. He's got these black mollies. Oh, he I goes, thought here. you were going to say he touched you. No. <laughs> no. So he said, here. He flopped one I out. said, oh, no, no, man. I don't do dope. He goes, I'm, no, you, you're going to do this because we're not going to wait on you and you're not going to get us killed. Take them. It's so for I, survival at I, this I, point. Yeah, it's what it was. Yeah, so I took them. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm freaking wore out. I'm tired. Wait for it. Not anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> I tell you, um, we get back on the bikes and we're heading back and we get just Buddha, just outside of Buddha. Yeah, Buddha. Yeah. And uh, it's like... <laughs> Leading the pack. Oh, like, hey, all right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> hell, I'm ready to go back down and we'll turn around and go back to Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> Someone turned the high beams on. Yeah, I figured out. I figured out how them some bitches was 
going to bed and getting up and going. You they know, never went. You're over here doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, Crazy. Like, God damn, these motherfuckers are cheating. Yeah. You know, golly, but, uh, that's yeah, wild, man, I, though. You know, and that's was, at the beginning of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you and know? you know, these were, in my mind, old men. Right. Yeah. What are they, 48? I was 21. My dad was... 45. 50. You know. 21, my dad... My dad was 50. Yeah, but he's yeah. just, but when he's you're, going, he's when going, you're 25, 50 is an old man. man. Yeah, I was 21. Well, oh, tw- yeah, more so. Yeah. What's, what's that old man? He was though? an old man, yeah. yeah. of course. Yeah. So, anyway, those are the, that's how I got broke in doing a little traveling on shovel heads. On shovel heads. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah. That's hey, wild. we had one in here the other day, dude. First, like, shovel head with a six feed. With a six speed. With a six. Four and a six. Six yeah. and a four. Oh, the Bakers. Yeah. 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 I tell you what. Well, man, this magic. guy, he, he, he doesn't hold any punches. He's got, you know. He don't care how much it costs. He just this wants is what, a bad. He wants what he wants. That's a and good it's customer. a nice little sleeper. It's not the, you know, you could look at it from afar and go, oh, cool. That's pretty mm-hmm. chill. You know, it's like so subtly just awesome. Everything about that bike. Every time I've seen people have sent me pictures of that bike out in the wild, and I'm like, I know that bike, man. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's it's cool to see that whole kind of, like the bike. These bikes take a life of their own. It's kind of weird, you know. And a bike may get passed to a new owner, and a bike may, you know, it's just it's, it's like just a dollar bill. It's yeah, like a dollar bill. <laughs> Dollar dollar bill. Well, you know, and in, 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 in all actuality, I mean, it, you know, after you run it through the ringer and all this, and after it's all made, I mean, <clears throat> a dollar bill. Hold yeah. on. We got to go back to Daytona because we're going down. Yeah. <laughs> we're going down. Oh, you going tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. You, you are tomorrow. tomorrow. That's why really? we're here. Yeah. yeah. Y'all cool. only got one bike on that trailer? Oh no, that bike's That's going Nick's. in another trailer. We're trailer <laughs> in today. Oh, trailer in. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He's got a race bike. He's got a race. Oh, okay. So we're not gonna. That's the only reason why we're not. Do you want riding. me to? Hey, boss, boss. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if it wasn't for Dan, y'all would be riding. Yeah, we'd be riding. Boss, you want me to blast these fools? Hey, he is a good shot. We'll cut him some slack. Okay. Yeah, he is a good shot. Now I saw him shoot a rat in here before. Yeah. Right, driver. I was going to say trailer. Trailer. Hey man, I thought we had I thought we had jobs and schedules. I came from Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. I didn't Damn. know. Hey, that. how is that, dude? Where do you live at? I used to live on the in LA. With everybody else, dude. <laughs> last time I went there, I was like, God damn, this motherfucker has. Uh, I mean, I, I it, it was it was fucking uncanny. Now that's been five years ago. It's it, probably just as bad. God damn, dude. Yeah. And you're from Florida, though. Yeah. You went from one end to the well, other. I'm from Florida, but yeah, I live out there. So, you know, we... Oh, my God. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be excited if gas cost five fifty, dollars uh, But the pot's legal. Anyway, uh, I would rather be riding. But, yeah, I've only got... I got three weeks off, so uh, I drove out... I've only got three weeks. Yeah, it's only you know, hey man, I'm trying to have a good time. The bear That's what happens. Talking. 
I'm not trying to do that one day, go to the race in Daytona. I'm trying to hang out on the beach for multiple days. This guy's they already had a race in Daytona. I'm you, man. He's living the dream. But so. but when you said, I only have three weeks, I'm like, you know, I know you don't give a shit, but I have never had more than like six days off. And that's when you had career. a heart condition. Can you ride a shovelhead from LA His to Florida and back in six days? Maybe with those pep pills. <laughs> Maybe if I've got those uh, mollies, oh, I might. My, I can. T- I can tell you, my shovel head does not want to do that. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. But did you ever go so, to Sturgis with your dad? No. There, no. I never went to Sturgis. No. Never once. Uh, I've never been to Sturgis. Okay. How many times have you done Daytona? Once. Just that one time. That's He's it. working. He's working. Man, you're in charge. Come with us. Right? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Look, even if even if we fuck shit up royally, <laughs> let's just say that. Say we fuck it up royally. Yeah. We only it. take in a three out of seven bikes. Or Ooh. Easy well, now, oh easy. God damn. They didn't hit nothing. Hey, no, they didn't no. hit nothing. That's a new one. <laughs> hey, hey, this is Check this out right here. Hey, Bill's out right here. I hope a microphone picked hey, that up. Man, that was a good know. one. If, if you couldn't hear that, that was a squealing tire for at least 100 yards. Hey, so that hey, was hey this is freshly remodeled. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. No, three times, boss. Remember? Three times? Yeah. Okay. See those ballards out there? I did. Before those ballards, this front was getting abused oh, by cars. I heard you had two different cars in in how how long of a time period? No, within had, a week. Within a week, crashed yeah. through the front of the Man, store. Right. We, we yeah. had we had a couple more than that. Yeah, we had a customer who just got through doing something to his bike. He stands up, walks to the door, and a car takes his bike out. <laughs> huh? Yeah. No, no, not Stefano. No, he was down Another the road guy. a piece. Yeah, about he crashed down the road. 400 meters. Okay. He was about yeah. 400 meters down there. Yeah. <laughs> meters? Where are you from, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, whenever I scan <laughs> out, out past about thing. 300, okay. I start getting into you meters. You got lights under the tank? Okay. Yeah. I'm still yard. Yeah. Just reflection on the spotlight. Okay, back to Daytona. Yeah. Are you going to go? No. I've got a business to run. So what? He can run it. No, I can't. But I won't fuck it up that bad that we go on. Go. It's a promise. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. and this is the whole thing. It, it, there's no secret. I, I mean, we're trying to get the boss to 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 get. You know, I mean, to pump the brakes. We we all we all want David Brown. The the Brown cycle history and everything. <laughs> What are you guys laughing at? This motherfucker this don't want to stay on. This so much editing to get this babbling. <laughs> Let's get this, this babbling goddamn motherfucker. Goddamn. The good no, thing. we want to, you know, you badass motherfuckers that keep on riding all the goddamn not time running. need to come over here and kidnap this motherfucker, you know? Because yeah. he ain't going to do it. Are you? He ain't going to do it. No. You come up here and kidnap his ass. And listen, he's getting older. And 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 we can hog time. No, maybe. no, it's younger. We're gonna get, 
We're, we're, I'm just saying, we I'm may be able to find, handcuff his I'm ass find to the some body. Of those black mollies is what I want. Yeah, to right. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take it back to 1979, baby. <laughs> but you know what the deal is, man. You know, and I see it. It's like, you know, we go to Fandango or whatever we do. You're always David Brown is always going. Hey, listen, what? You know, I'm like, I'm like, what are we gonna take? Listen, we got four mini bikes. We got to race the chopper. We got to do this shit. And he's like, well, we got to take batteries. We got to take oil. We got to take, listen, all these people that are riding from all over the round, we got to take things that people are going to need. We got to be able to service them. Yeah, they're going to be able to. something, you might as well throw that stuff in there. Because they're going to need it. These people are going to need it and to he's get like, back. Speaking of, why don't you take it, Jake, and then I'll ride my bike out. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what, what I'm we're doing. supposed to be and doing. And that's why we got the new blood, Corey Chambers, Liz, and we're doing this shit to be able to get. The motherfucking king. We're sitting here in the living room. We got, you know. Well, let's talk about Liz, dude. Uh, let's talk about her. Let's talk about Liz. Hey, when I walk in here, I started talking to her. And she very, was very interesting, very nice. And, and, you're, she, and you work here? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just her, her uh, she was excited. I mean, you know, she was just excited to talk. She was like. You know, she was running and answered the phone. She's 20. And she, and she she's excited to talk because hey, hey, hey. 20 years ago, she a, she just learned that. But she's excited to no, be I'm here. No, I'm just kidding. No, she is she's totally personality. She's amazing. She's awesome. She's taking welding. She's a badass. She can weld. She can yeah. and she's, you She ain't taking it. She can do it. She is yeah, not your right, she cool. is not your run-of-the-mill 20-year-old female. No, not at all. And she can hang with the best of them. Yep. And you know what? She don't take no crap off nobody. She don't right. take guy, no crap. Guy, because motherfuckers in here will sling uh, yeah. it. A guy come and in she'll today, sling it right just back. today, and that's yeah. what you gotta have. And he says, uh, "Hey, baby girl," and she says, "I'm not baby girl. My name is Liz." Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, she don't take no crap off yeah. nobody. I ain't your baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Rock did the same thing. Oh he, yeah. He called her baby, no, and she Rock. says, "I ain't your baby." I ain't your baby. <laughs> My name is Liz. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Well, and I you like know, she's young and, and you know, she's, she, you know, and then with all that youngness comes, you know, she's honestly at a deficit. She can't, it would be easier her, for, and I'm going to make a bold statement here, but it might be easier for her to um, play the game that she's playing at, at an earlier, uh, you know, era than now because in the in the regards that she's got a she's she's dealing with the fucking wokeism. Uh David David Brown's looking wokeism. at me like what the fuck is wokeism? No wokeism. You know what that is? No man I'm Thank not getting to that. Yeah. It's it's like this 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 falsehood. It's like shit that goes on like where where people have a fake um awareness of reality and she's she's succumb she she's brought up in that she's never been alive without a microwave she's never been alive without social media without a cell phone yeah without a cell phone right so have you been alive without a cell phone oh god yes oh i I remember the early days of people no 
Have you have well, you ever had without a cell phone? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I remember yeah. the hustle and grind of the pager. I I mean, the pager. Yeah. You get the nine one one. Yeah. And they would send you messages like "I love you" upside down. Yeah. With that yeah, little yeah, synchronized yeah. letters. Yeah. 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 Boobs. Oh yeah. Eight like, zero zero eight five. Yeah. Boobs. Come on. I'm glad you remember that. Yeah. God, that was the number one. But anyway, you know it's wild. There's that. You well, know, I'm glad that you guys found her because she's brought a, a new energy, you know. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, she's energized, it's, all right. You know. Have you I've seen, seen how organized the place is? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen how clean the place is? is how hard? organized the place yeah. is? You know. Is it working? Yeah, yeah, hey, we found Jesse some white walls in here. And now we've gotten up to like 20, 21, 50. In three weeks, we're going to be 20, 23. What are you talking about? We're going in the future, baby. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sitting down with me. This has been a fucking good one. Are we done? Yeah, that's true. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Oh, man. We didn't even talk about the Ukraine. And I wish you'd come with us. Man, I wish if you'd have called me a week early, I probably wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Don't let him. I don't believe that. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. I said, if you called me a week earlier, I probably wouldn't have done it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to Ukraine. Dude, I apologize for the audio. I will, I got to, I'll, I'll get that taken care of. That shouldn't have happened. That was 100% my fault. Uh, I'm glad it, that David's microphone worked because those were some fucking solid stories. And I hope that you, well, if you made it this far, you heard them, you listened to them. And if you missed them because you were doing something else, fucking rewind and check that shit out. David's a bad motherfucker, and I really enjoy having him so close to me. And uh, if you're in the DFW area, Brown Cycles is the only place to go. It, I mean, literally, the only place to go. I'm going to have to do a, a show with Red Eye here pretty quick and, uh, you know, get that motherfucker's opinion because I do value it. So, anyhow, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. Sign up to be a patron. Uh, what else we got? They, oh, yeah, mcshoptees.com, lowbrowcustoms.com. Uh, recently, Michael Lichter did a spread for Dennis Kirk on their blog about, yes, you guessed it, Danger Dan, and uh, it's pretty rad. Well, dude, he also put it in Easy Riders magazine, dude. I never thought I'd have, like, a, a two-page fucking picture of me, and it's an oldie. It's one of the first times Lichter took my photo. And, uh, dude, the, the chopper looks sick, dude. It's got the Springer front end, the, the uh, what do you call it, the tractor supply headlight, uh, old sissy bar that I had powder coated that actually broke that year in Sturgis, got saddlebags on it, and they're just open, just flapping in the fucking wind. Um, I think I got John Deere gloves on from breaking down right outside of John Deere and going in there and getting batteries and a set of gloves. Anyways, Lichter put some pretty good words together. It's got pictures of me from all over the world, from Nepal to (coughs) Sturgis, Red River, Tennessee, Texas. Uh, It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Lichter, for making that happen. Uh, It's got the Easy Riders magazine that you can find this in. It's got Tori Blake on it sitting on uh, Hawk Lachey's gold bike, and it's, well, she's way easier to look at than I am, so check it out. Thanks again, Lichter. I finally got the Choppers magazines, too, where uh, my articles are in from the Desperados run and 
the low, low run. The next Choppers Magazine will have uh, the Mint 400 feature with some sick photos by Brian Helm. And, uh, dude, Brian Helm came out to the races this last week and caught some sick shots, dude. He is fucking solid gold when it comes to racing photos. He's actually going to be here in a couple of weeks, and we're going to go to Rednecks with paychecks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I am a motherfucking redneck. So looking forward to that. Uh, dude, thanks for tuning in. And I'll get a recap show going soon and tell you more about the races this weekend in the Chopper Show. <laughs>